What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hi, my name is Tom Welling. I played Clark Kent on Smallville, and you are listening to Always Hold On to Smallville. Welcome to Always On to Smallville. In this podcast, we talk about each and every episode of the Young Superman show. They ran from 2001 to 2011 on the WB and the CW. I'm your host, Zach Moore, and I have three very special guests with me for this very special episode of Smallville from Always. Hold on, Arrow. Mr. Lance Laster. What's up? From Always Hold On to DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Mr. Matt Truix. What's up? Greetings from the Temporal Zone. And Matthew Roca. He doesn't have a podcast yet, but we love him all the same. <laughs> Good to be here. Respectable human being, Matthew Roca. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everybody. Now, Lance has been on a few season eight episodes so far. Yeah. Matt, this is your first journey to smallville in season eight isn't it in season eight yeah, yeah. i haven't i haven't been on the show since lex was last on the show <laughs> well he's back <laughs> just like lex he's back <laughs> and then roca this is your first trip to uh smallville season eight as well so <laughs> same here it was the um yeah since Le- lex and lionel were gone i don't think i've been on here yeah no I, I, I believe it was um uh traveler Travel. was your last episode yeah. being, the, being the Lionel guy that you are <laughs> <laughs> well there's no Lionel here but there's a picture of Lionel in the Luthercore boardroom so that's as, that's as close as we get yeah don't worry we'll get there which there's is so, so funny notes. I can't wait till it, like in Talkville Rosenbaum gets to this episode and is a like a that's what that paycheck came from and B <laughs> they did what to me you know <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so fun watching talk listening yeah sorry Talkville. just it's Just sad. referencing my second favorite Smallville podcast. To be well, it, it is the <laughs> ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. So. Yeah, you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> so yeah, we're here in season eight, but we're in the second half of season eight. And when people say the second half of season eight, this is what they think about. Okay? Like, 
Well, let's just let's just test the temperature of the room before we jump into this. Okay. And of course, we're gonna break it down and talk about it and have our ratings at the end and all that. So, I'll just say off the top that I didn't like this episode when it came out. Okay. This is one of those that I watched twice on the air and when I got the DVDs. <laughs> and the third time was today on a Blu-ray. So there is that. And I didn't dislike it as much as I thought, like, as an episode. But the big picture decisions they made with major characters on the show are pretty unforgivable. <laughs> That's kind of mm-hmm. where I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, Roka? Makes sense. Oh, wow. Well, that makes, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like I had, I kind of actually, I literally just rewatched it again right before I hopped on here um, to refresh me because it's been a while since I've, since I've seen it. And uh, I still, it's interesting because I still feel really mixed and it's, it's in an unusual kind of a way for me. Like it's usually kind of like, for me, you know, I forgive a lot of <laughs> stuff, uh, but it's like for me, it's like I either like typically really love an episode and, you know, can even, you know, going back to our Veritas discussions, can forgive some really <laughs> silly stuff because yeah, I'm just like so. Yeah, I'm so into it. But, um, <laughs> but <laughs> and I will say I'm, I'm still coming from a similar place with this one that I think. As I suspect, I, guess, yeah. I, I figured I, you'd be well, the most I, positive about this. I, yeah, yes. I, I guess rewatching it, what kept coming to my head was so many cool ideas could have been stretched out to five episode better execution. And I think that's where I was coming from with it, rewatching it. Because okay. like lots of cool stuff could have been stretched out, could have been executed a bit better. Because we were saying goodbye to like major characters, as yeah. you said. Exactly. Matt, uh, you know, your show, Lois and Clark, did something similar to this. Uh, a little better. <laughs> Probably a little better, I was going to say. say I, I, don't think, I hope there's not shade coming for that. No, um, no not at all. It, this whole thing is very... I am too conflicted. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm especially conflicted on the Lex stuff, mm-hmm. um, which we'll get into. But, like, the whole, like... <laughs> spoilers, Lana becoming kryptonite situation... It feels a bit like when you talk about the Star Wars prequels for me, where I'm like, <laughs> if I'm explaining it to to my wife, like, it sounds really cool. Like, it's really good on paper. Like, th- there's some some interesting there's things happening. There's symmetry here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she became Poetry, the necklace. <laughs> rhyming, all of it. But then in execution, it's like, oh, <laughs> it's lame. You know. So that's that's kind of where I am with with a lot of this. But there's some stuff I love here, truly. Yeah. Lance, what about you? I don't think we watched this one together, did we? I don't think we did. No. We definitely talked talk the hell out of it, though. We afterwards. definitely did. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like, I remember us not liking this and talking a lot of junk about it afterwards and being really upset. <laughs> After watching it today, I didn't hate the episode. I'm, I'm, I'm confused, and I just have a lot of questions. <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at. Well, we, we were here to discover the answers together. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, Requiem, by the way, is the episode we're talking about. I might not have said the title. Uh, I found that redundant if I say it off the top, and then we go to break, and then I say Requiem. Right, right. And if you clicked on it, you know what we're talking about. If and we so- go to break, listen to you. <laughs> like, 
Let's toss the commercial. We're Family Guy coming up after this. But <laughs> Re- Requiem uh, not said. Surprisingly, sorry. that seems so like it would be like it seems like it would be such a thing Lex would say, right? Re- like this is your requiem for your love. This blah, is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, especially when he was talking about like you know the talking about uh, the the famous lovers of history and stuff like that, right? You figured like he would throw in a, a, a requiem. Into that mm-hmm. little soliloquy, yeah, but they should have played some Mozart. I, 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 was, they should have I, I was just gonna. You stole the words See, right well, out of my mouth. Zach, and but. the thing is, it didn't even have to be Mozart. They could have, you know, the Brahm, Brahms has a great requiem. Wait, so there are other requiem plants? Oh yes. Uh, oh, so. oh, this is a whole genre. Yeah, it's a whole, whole thing. thing. I, I know. <laughs> so I mean, I th- like you know, the part of the Brahms requiem would have worked here. I think. <laughs> but you know or 4a 4a probably would sound epic i don't I know, know. I, I think uh, the killers yeah. is a much better choice <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that which is i that have no who idea that is at that the I, end i had to look it up because good night travel well is the song of the end which i also had yep. to look at. this this is one of those songs that like never stuck with me and so i never yeah, really like bothered to put it on a weird? mix cd <laughs> Like, even just listening to this and the, like, everyone's bummed song right before it that, like, leads into the loft scene, I'm like, I, I guess it's just the era of music that this is. But, like, if you watch a current Flash, I'm like, I couldn't give a shit about this music. But this, I'm like, I don't know if it's good, but I'm vibing with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it does fit. But yeah, I, it, it's, the it's, killer's it's... Fr- from uh, Mr. Brightside. Uh-huh. Yeah, wow. Mr. From it, like, Brightside. That's, bum, that's... Bum, bum, bum. Such well, range, <laughs> as 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 per usual, as is the case with so many Smallville songs. One of the many many bands that I probably should have known about before, but didn't until Smallville. <laughs> yeah, but this is what we were though. Like this, this, this is this is what we were. <laughs> <laughs> this was our the, the, the window Requiem. to the world. Okay, <laughs> did, did I tell you guys when when I was making? When I was making my first movie in high school, um, it was just, you know, it's a high school movie, so you can use whatever music, doesn't matter, you're not making money off it. So, like, I, I just kept coming in with all these Smallville songs, and my buddy's like, I'm like, dude, we gotta get Prelude 1221. Yeah, boom, boom. And he's like, Matt, do we have to do Smallville every time? <laughs> and the answer is yes. Yes, of course. You know, so, something interesting. In this episode, they make a point of it. It's actually a plot point. Tess is not here in this episode. Right. And it's like, y'all, like, why is she not in these major episodes? Like, Lance and I were talking about a bride. Like, mm-hmm. why is Tess not in the mid-season finale? Yep. <laughs> why is she not in the mid-season premiere? Yeah. Why? Right. Tess Mercer, like, but the thing is, you have all these these guest stars. I mean, Kristen Kirk mm-hmm. is back as a guest star, so she's taking up all this space, you know? Right. Uh, but Lois and Jimmy are also not in these episodes. They haven't been in the last... Four episodes. He's in Star so, City, right? Which yeah, nobody misses Jimmy. Let's obviously <laughs> Henry James. Yeah, Henry James. Lois, I get losing for this episode, and then we'll talk about it. Like, it, it she gets the highlight next time. Like, I, I kind of mm-hmm. yeah. It, it this episode is messy enough. That, that's the thing. Clark will look so yeah much worse than he already does, frankly, in the relationship department. <laughs> If Lois was around for all this to, right. out, to, to, to proceed, um, I'm gonna find a way for us to be together, Lana. Anyway, <laughs> well, let's not forget the 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 end of the last episode. Power was them kissing on Lana and Clark, kissing on the roof of the Daily Planet. The Daily Planet, rooftop. and and you know, and that insert your Harry Potter meme. How dare you stand 
where yep. he stood. That is not <laughs> yep. for you, Lana and Lois. How dare you, Smallville? I, just, you know what I mean, like, really, yep. like, you've really crossed yep. the line. And, this, and, 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 yeah, and so, like, <laughs> whoo. Okay, well. Can, can I just add a, a Lois thought here? This sure. is probably go- going off on a tangent, but I will just say also, as it's funny you guys say that about, like, you know, you said, Matt, like, the episode is messy enough. Like, we don't need Lois. And as Zach said, like, that would co- overcomplicate things with the Lana thing. But I was thinking as I was watching it, as I was just rewatching it for the first time in a in a while, um, I was thinking, I wonder if, I don't know how you do this. I'm just positing a question. But um, I wonder if the development of Clark, of Clana into Clovis would seem, would feel more organic if she was there. And if there was some reason to actually... It, it would have to not be contrived, but if there was some reason to actually <laughs> show to highlight where Clovis was going to be a blessing in in spite of the curse of of Klana or like the light at the end of the tunnel or something, I don't know. I was just thinking to myself because one of my issues with overall with the episode, but we'll get more into that, is just that I think it is such such a a tragic thing that it almost takes a little of the life out of the where Clovis should be going because it's it's such a downer of an ending for Klana that it's it doesn't leave as much room for that to be an organic development. It's like we kind of have to just jump into that to forget about this. Well, that, that, that was really that why sense. they should have brought Lana back was to kind of maturely wrap up the relationship, which I thought they were going to do. Like the first <laughs> episode or two, she was back. You thought no, like it, when in in Bride, it seemed like that that's what they did, right? Uh-huh. Like for a hot second there, it, they were like maybe Clark and Lana are not meant to be together, and they both kind of had this like this amicable like understanding that mm-hmm. they were not going to be together. They were just going to be there to like you know as friends at the wedding and then it was just like you know what we kind of we both understand what this is we're gonna move forward and it and then they just kind of have this unnecessary epilogue with the two of them for the next couple of episodes and then it leads to this and so again this is why i have these questions because it's like you you had you had it right there and then Uh you decided you went out of your way to do this and like (laughs) you could have done something totally different like if you wanted to have lana like you know get powers and stuff that's great but they didn't have to get back into a relationship like it could have just been the end of a partnership of them trying to fight crime together right and then just kind of and then kind of further realizing that they shouldn't be together right so totally once again you know lance fixes you know dc problems (laughs) (laughs) all right well let's get into it then requiem all I've ever wanted was someone to share my life with, to work with side by side. I want to help you when you're out patrolling Metropolis. Lana, even with your strength and speed, it's still dangerous out there. Lex tried to kill me. You know he's going to come after Clark next. If Lex built this suit as a weapon, what if you were the target? It's time for you to face your defining moment. I'm going to make sure that we can be together. Lex knows your weakness. I can't find the bomb anywhere. Look, that much kryptonite could take out half the city. If I touch that kryptonite, you have to. Ah! Smallville, all new episode this Thursday at 8, 7 central on The CW. Requiem is the 14th episode of Smallville's eighth season. It aired on February 5th, 2009, written by Don Whitehead and Holly Henderson, and directed by Michael Roll. 
Speaking of Whitehead, are there any black people in this episode? <laughs> are there any in Smallville? <laughs> there used to be one. Sorry, three. Well, Detective John Bad Jones news on him. Uh, is working the streets of Metropolis as we speak. Sure. <laughs> After getting shot by his uh, fellow police officers. Yeah. Anyway, let's do the ratings watch yep. for this episode. So, <laughs> so, 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 Roca. You, you're you're not familiar with this. Matt is from Always Under the Flash on, on our Patreon. But but what I've started with season eight is uh, I ask you guys what you thought the ratings were for this episode, like TV MA TV like the ratings. No no no, oh, no, 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 no. Nielsen Nielsen <laughs> Nielsen. I got you. <laughs> Mild sex and violence. No uh, TV super sad. Yeah. So so just for some context, y'all. All right, the, the season premiere Odyssey, uh, four point three four million viewers. Okay. The previous episode to this, Power, 4.21 million viewers. They're hanging in wow. there. Well, they were. There's oh. a hint. So, <laughs> not that extreme, but take that as you will. Roka, let's start with you, since you've never played this game before. What do you think the ratings were for this episode? Okay, see, so wait, wait. You said the last one was 4.2 million? Mm-hmm. 4.2 million? I'm going to guess... I'm going to guess 4.5 million. All right, 4.5. Matt, what about you? Um, 4.05. 4.05, okay. <laughs> Lance? I'm going to say that they're going to hold hold pat, right? They're going to they're going to just going to hold at what they were that what they did the previous week. <laughs> at 4.2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three point nine three. Ah, what? B- because Power is a terrible episode, and people are like, "I'm not going to watch this crap anymore." I was liking this season because I... Lana was gone, and now she's back and is a superhero. I refuse to watch next week. That wow. is what happened. Wow. I blame Darth Lex that... being in the promo. The, there is Darth Lex in the promo, uh, and that's what's interesting about the, the pro- they literally have Darth Lex in the promo mm-hmm. and the voice. And I'm like, what? I know. I was just laughing because yeah. when you sent that when you sent that to us and I rewatched it, I was like, "Dude, they gave away the whole thing!" And the- <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, like, they even have Clark saying, "Lana, you have to." Yeah, you already made the decision. It's okay. crazy that like it's supposed to be a reveal of yeah. like, "Huh, what did yeah. this kryptonite do to me? Oh, yes. what's this bomb gonna be like?" The whole crux- you don't even know Toy Man was in this like the whole Oliver Toy Man thing. I'm like, uh, you you'd think you were watching the wrong episode yes. based on yeah. that promo until until the end. I just can't believe they. I guess the thing was they figured, you know what? Uh, there's no Rosenbaum, so we might as well just put this, Throw it this in the Lex, kitchen sink. Yeah, get him in, get him in the promo. Maybe some more people will watch. That's the I thing. Guess. You put Lex Luthor's return in your promo, and your ratings <laughs> went down. That's a mm. bad sign. You're in a yeah. bad that's, spot. That's a damn very shame. bad. Uh, but this is the highest rated episode for the rest of the season. All right. We never really? Break, this we is never the break high. Four huh? again. Wow. Actually, actually, I don't think the series breaks four again after Power. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Street Fighter. Wow. The Legend of Chung Lee. So. No one. I blame director Allison Mack on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So here we go. We, we start out and uh, Toy Man, Toy Man on Smallville. What are you guys' feelings on Toy Man on Smallville, Lance? We'll start with you. I think at the time and still now, I I like the you know, that we had a Superman villain uh, on the show and, and just and, and not as a big bad, but just like as a as somebody for him to deal with. Right. Mm-hmm. And I thought I think 
they should do that more in some of these things. And like, I think, you know, the Arrowverse kind of learned from that, especially in the early or the early part of the Arrowverse. They kind of learned from that. They had some villains from the comics who were just kind of there for that episode for them to deal with. And I think they should do that more with Superman. Um, I would like to see them do that, you know, on, on Superman and Lois more. Uh, but it was cool to see them do it here in Smallville, of course. And, I, and you know, this... Uh, arcade looking version of toy man as opposed to the, like the 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 mannequin toy version mm. worked which they pay homage to they do when he's doing his whole agronigma yeah. talks to his uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> you guys know what i'm talking about it was very so it was Puzzler. very riddler it was it was not only it was not only batman forever riddler it was also batman the animated series riddler because it was a guy mm. who got fired and he felt like he got wrong but it's patent yeah oh, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah totally totally captain kill a question mark man question mark man anyway if you're so smart why aren't you rich was what got me into BTAS it's a great episode great episode great that's the Riddler no one really talks about him on the animated series because he doesn't have so many iconic episodes like the Joker always around but he's like in three episodes and they're all really good totally and then I think he appears in the background on the new Batman Adventures when he's that horrible unitard I was gonna say, I oh, think yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like that one or two times, like the 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 Judge episode, and then the oh, yeah. one where it's a Superman episode, the one where Superman's Batman for the, the yeah, episode. Oh, he's he's Am I also crazy? Right. no, he's no, also in right. he's, he's also, also over, the over the edge. edge. He's in over the edge. He's he's one of the villains that's on the talk. Oh, show he's on the couch with Johnny yeah, yeah. Cochran. Yeah. Say, say the line, Lance. Say the line. If bats on the spree. Wayne must pay the fee. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> a timeless show. Batman the about series, if there ever was one. <laughs> Absolutely but no, amazing. almost got Johnny Cochran on it, too. We got I know, right? I was going to say, this is a timeless reference at this point. It's yeah. like, who told you to put the bomb on? I didn't tell you to put the bomb on. Matt, Toy Man, where, where do you stand on Toy Man? Matt, are you a oh, big th- Toy Man I fan? I think he's great. I, I, like, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is kind of the most like Batman 66 we've gotten on this show. And it, <laughs> the show will start leaning more and more into like that kind of absurdness. I like it. You know, like It's totally... It's very much the like, oh, don't let him near a playground, Toy Man. But yeah. I think the actor's good. No, yeah, so, yeah the actor really. Chris Gothier. Not his first go round on Smallville. He was no, in Delete not. in season three. He played a, the long a te- technician. Guy? Yeah, he was the technician that <laughs> when when um when Lex goes down to meet the girl mm-hmm. from Heroes season one, who is now on what <laughs> FBI? Is that the show, Lance? That she's the star of. Yes, Molly Perger. Yeah, his name is executive uh, producer Dick Wolf. Really? Yeah, yeah, she's, <laughs> she was, yeah, she's <laughs> the lead in in uh, in FBI. Oh, yeah. okay. There we go. There we go. She was also in the Chloe Chronicles or the Ven- she was in the Avengers Chronicles. They brought her back. For That's that, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, when Lex goes downstairs rest. looking for her, he finds this guy who was like the stock casting IT guy. Very well done. But good on him, right? So he came back years later to play That's the toy a, man. He's, I totally he's forgot. A recurring That's villain in the background, right? Hey, uh, Matt, he was on Legends of Tomorrow. Do you know who he was? Yeah. Oh. No, but I swear I'm qualified to host the show. <laughs> <laughs> Henry VIII. No, sh- it looks like him too. I mean, like that's great casting. Totally. Right? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's fantastic, right? He's in a lot of other shows. I mean, he's Eye Zombie, right? All these uh, Da Vinci's Inquest, which is something I've noticed a lot of Smallville people are in. Um, I, I, I that bring that show up. Doesn't exist though, does it? Well, you think that's fake? I know. I'm just like I've never heard of it before in my life. <laughs> no. Well, the reason Shut I bring it up is because like I, you know, I click on it. There's so many guest stars on Smallville who are on it, like um, like Sarah Jane Redmond. Aunt Nell, okay. she's in 75 episodes of that. Whoa. 
Yeah. Go Robert, no. Robert Wiseman. Mr. Sullivan, 29 episodes. Whoa. Of that. Okay, so I, I gotta go this seek this show out. This is a Canadian out. show. Always hold on to Da Vinci's inquest. I don't think it has anything to do with Leonardo Da Vinci. A Vancouver cop turned corner searches for truth and justice. I was gonna say, friends. this is a Canadian <laughs> show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know this guy was in Watchmen also, right? He had a little a small part in Watchmen. Yes, he uh, was in oh. Zack Snyder's Watchmen. That's correct. I was going to say, I mean, Snyder was the blueprint. Thank you. Okay. That's right. Um, I, no, I Alan always... Moore took his name off it, Lance. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Alan Moore only claims for the man who has everything. He takes his name off everything else. Because right. the DCAU is the only thing he will put his yeah. stamp on. Yep. Anyway. Well, also, you know this guy more up my alley, though, is, is a Hallmark alum. Oh. Several of them things. What? And that's not the only time I'm going to mention Hallmark in this in this podcast. By the way, oh, there's of course a not. Huge of course. Hallmark. Oh my, it's coming right up. It's uh, so know. good. Anyway, so there you go. That, that, Please that's your... tell me it's Darth Lex. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have some interesting notes on Darth Lex as well. But Toy Man's here. This is the first live action Toy Man. Gilbert Godfrey played a character called Nick Knack on the Superboy TV show, and it was basically <laughs> Toy Man in name only, which is. Which is, I've never seen those episodes, but someday I will, and I'm sure I'll enjoy them. That's fantastic. Gilbert Godfrey, man. <laughs> I love that guy. Well, uh, and then, of course, there's Winslow Shot Jr. and Sr. on Supergirl. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I don't remember him that good on Supergirl. Like, is this our best Toy Man so far? This is definitely our best Toy Man. Okay. Yeah. That, we got one. We got, <laughs> we got one. We got one. We got one. Oh, well, you, you got Mr. It's... Jefferson was Toy Man, right? On, on Lewis and Clark? We had Matt? two Toy Men on there Lewis must be and two. Clark. Thank you. Very, very good. Yep. There was, um, but Mr. Jefferson was, was Winslow Shot. Okay. Yes. Sherman Hemsley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, and then in the like second to last episode, there was another guy that just was toy obsessed, but they didn't. He was just like, whatever. <laughs> he was an original character for some fun. <laughs> so this is a great introduction for this guy I mean, he's monologuing he's this is so i think you said it best matt batman 66 he's monologuing he's making a model he's talking <laughs> i to say that what with we love, assume to is be a clear toy. Like, oh, cool. yeah I'm we into all it. say it with love absolutely yeah, totally. he, he's talking to what we assume is a toy because he's just a crazy person you know uh he's talking about toys it, 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 it reminds me of the 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 the, the mad bomber from the gray ghost episode of uh, totally. batman, they made series so there's just yeah. it's just there's it's just Man, we're really praising this episode we don't like. Anyway, let's, let's move on. Prop watch killer model, too. <laughs> Dude, I know, oh, right? I love that. Awesome. That was, the, the, it just, it was so cool to see that very, like, like the shot where the model is, like, bl- blowing up, you know, when we get to later, the shot in his his glasses, the reflection. It's a, I was like, it's so comic booky. I love it. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah. it's so embracing. That's the era of the show that we're in now. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. With those, it's fantastic. Those shots, yeah. And I love that the actor just like let that performance, uh, like leaned into that with the performance. Like he could have done a like I'm trying to be you know An very very <laughs> realistic, uh, serious or whatever. No, he just this is not Chris it. Nolan's Toy Man. All right. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we go to we go to Luther Corp, and all right, there's so much to say about yes, this there scene. Is. Uh, so we walk in. To, to a room we've never seen before, like a boardroom. And there's these two giant... Oh, this is 100% the office. <laughs> yeah, this, they, they cleared out the... Yes, we know, Matt. But they cleared out the <laughs> furniture, and it's it's the same blue and you know white panels mm-hmm. and all that. But it's a conference room now, and it's just... We have these giant, like... And they're not portraits. You know, like in BVS, it's like the big portrait of of uh, Supernatural's dad back there. And, you know, it's, it's Thomas Wayne. I'm like, oh, that's what you do. Portrait, right? Uh, no, these are just giant, like, publicity photos that, that, like, Lex would have in his secret Clark room. Just illuminated from the back. Like, appearing tonight, 
Michael Rosenbaum and John Glover. <laughs> but you know what? They they wanted the Luthers to have a presence, and I understand why they did it that way, and, and there you go. But Lance, do you want to talk about your, your uh, Hallmark and Arrow guest star who makes an appearance here? Yeah, so we have Gene Loring, uh, the character Gene Loring from, from Arrow, the, the Queen's lawyer, played by Miss Terry, uh, Terrell Rothery. Uh, the, the, is... And the Queen's lawyer in season two and six. That's correct. Look at yeah. you, Arrow. She comes back. <laughs> wow. They come back. For, for several episodes. Put some respect on Arrow's name. Yeah. Um, now, now she didn't end up with Ray Palmer, but whatever. Yeah, I know, right? Well, well, in the in the in the comics she does, but not this one. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, but, Arrow doesn't do the comics, Lance. We, know. we all true. know Ray Palmer marries a fairy godmother. Yeah, yes, that is, that is very true. Um, but she's also in a, a Hallmark movie that we covered uh, for the podcast. It's a Christmas duet, um, and there's another guest star from that very movie that is in this episode as well that co-starred with her. Can, can I guess? Yes, you can. Is it the nurse? It sure is. Yeah. yeah oh, is. the nurse is totally, totally somebody. That nurse had way too many she's, lines. She's in some other stuff too. She's in some other stuff too. Now, doesn't doesn't she doesn't uh, Jean Laurie doesn't she date uh, Victor from from season five in that in Christmas movie Christmas duet? Yes. Okay. God, there's and who plays George the security guard for many years on Smallville? Uh-huh. Our, man, there, we are two scenes in. We got to keep moving. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, she hey, the Luthers are great, right? She's like, the Luthers are the best thing ever happened in this world. <laughs> yeah. and then they're concerned about, about Tess's, you know, opera, like, the way she's been running Luther Corp. And they're going to have a vote or no confidence in Chancellor Valorum's leadership. Yep. And that's what they're going to do. <laughs> but before they do that, all, all in favor. And then uh, Oliver busts in. He's like, I... I'm going to do something else because I just bought Luther Corp. Um, and, you know, he drops his Bruce Wayne lines about how my company and all, and all that. So he bought off all the stocks. Yeah, there's even a Fredericks in this. <laughs> what? Didn't you get the memo? That old man. There's even a Fredericks in, in this, that, in that this courtroom. Fuck, I mean, that guy was totally Frederick. Fredericks. <laughs> so good. Oh, for, I had to look that guy up. You know this guy's name? The, the Fredericks dude? Yeah, Francis. Francis- X, X McCarthy. McCarthy. I love it. Oh my god. <laughs> he was in basketball. Yeah, by the way. that's where I know and, him from. And Interstellar. Basketball. Speaking of Chris Interstellar. Nolan. What? Yeah. <laughs> and also Angel for Christmas. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, he's all, he's also in uh, he's also in nine one one with uh, Angela Bassett. So yep. That's wow. fantastic. That's incredible. The band's middle name X. That's so cool. It is. But all these people we're talking so much about, they die immediately because Oliver Oliver comes in there. And he says that oh, 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 we established that Tess uh, Tess her regrets. She she's on route somewhere to do business somewhere else, so she's not of in this episode. Is. Yeah. And so and so, but the, the board uh, board member number two, as Gene Laurie is credited, at least on IMDb, uh, <laughs> it's like it's like the Luthers are the best thing to happen this world. I'm not gonna let some playboy come in here and talk about. And while this is going on, Oliver notices. Those little those balls that like tick together. This is a cool guy. Yeah, I know that was great. That, that was great. So he, of course, he, was, you know, being the Green Arrow, he's a tune. He notices it. Right. I, mm-hmm. I like that bit. That was a cool. Yeah, and that was I thought kind of a cool little callback to Memoria too. With the you know Lex is playing. All those are in that episode, and, right? That's yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's fantastic. I just thought of Superman too. Where now I'm looking at them in the, in the Oval Office. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. They, yeah. That's again. These are our frame of references to the world that we live in. Like, just <laughs> yeah, this is how we view the world. <laughs> I, for the first time, felt I'm not qualified to be on this podcast. And that's a weird <laughs> revelation for me. But uh, I was like, everybody get down! And so he ducks under the table, and in true 1960s save yourself from a nuclear bomb fashion, apparently <laughs> that's what saved him. 
because everyone else died. Lex pulled a Green Goblin. Out am I? And mm-hmm. killed everybody. It was incredible. I'm like, are you? I mean, hey, look, we've it's all been table. in big conference rooms. Those tables are pretty sturdy. Marble top? I don't know. But that would look pretty effed up. And it's crazy that he was the only person that survived. But Look, I mean, anyway. I guess. And, and, and he survived. And the... The fact that you know when you see him later and he's like, "Oh, nothing a dry martini won't cure," and it's and and I was thinking to myself, "Yeah, it kind of looks like that." He's got like a scratch. <laughs> I was gonna say, "Thank God the the injuries only made me sexier." So that <laughs> yeah. that is such a, a CW thing at this point. Like they they like they refuse to make their stars like look unattractive. You know what? Um, Thank God. <laughs> I'll say it. Someone's drawn the line. I'm here to watch Justin Hartley shirtless. If I wanted to watch ugly people, I just walk around the mall or something. Okay, I'm here. Remember how hot Green Arrow was? <laughs> didn't even didn't even grow a beard. He was on that island for two I years. I don't care. So what? A, hey, that's an awesome opening. Like it is. I mean, we we it's like great. for an episode we no, we I were just it. complaining about like this opening is very fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like that's it, why it we're all conflicted, right? Yeah, totally. It was it was a great it was a great like again the, leaning into the comic book thing. Like that's one of the things that I think is strongest with those. Well, we're going to talk a lot about uh, Darth Lex, but one of the things that I think is strongest about the episode actually the strongest thing about the episode to me and what made me really want to dive into it here with you guys was the comic bookiness and the embracing of like Lex Luthor supervillain mm-hmm. like to such an extent it's no it's no uh you know wishy-washy oh maybe I'm good or maybe I f-. no it's like he's gonna blow up all of these people entire board at Luther Corp just to settle a vendetta like yeah that's Lex Luthor. Well, that's what Great. you do. As Matt knows from Lois and Clark, when you bring Lex back from the dead, <laughs> you do that kind of stuff with them. They go full <laughs> they go full Lex with them. So. Yeah. But then we cut the opening credits, and we come back, and remember in Wrath, when Lana got Clark's powers, and they had yep. super sex, and it was yep. so funny. Everybody, we had a good <laughs> laugh. They just did it again. And it's, well, maybe, they broke the bed. Well, look, maybe they should have gotten, they should have made that bed out of whatever it was that was in the Luther's office that saved Oliver. Um, <laughs> that was nice. a solid oak desk. It yeah, was. Yeah, I was like, please tell me it was already wobbly. That is his parents' bed. That's weird to me. <laughs> Wait, so hold weird. on. Hold on. First of all, oh, no. I, I hate that we're complaining about this scene because they should be getting it on constantly. <laughs> <laughs> B, is that what? Is that Clark's room? Was no, that his parents' that, room? That has to be his parents' room, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We never see his bedroom. Well, no, we we no, we know, I know we do. Bedroom. I know we do. That but, is like, not we his bedroom. Rarely see his bedroom. Okay. That is clearly the master bedroom, and and that's weird <laughs> that's that he's so using gross. that master bedroom. I never for those thought things. of that before. That's terrible. <laughs> well, that's that's might be a whoops on the side. <laughs> that's that's a thing. Uh, there's but, a, there, yeah, there's there's a bit in like a One Tree Hill episode where like one of the characters does that, but like he has um he has trouble performing because he realizes that where he is. Um, yeah, so you would, wouldn't fun. you? I mean, yeah. look, coming from divorce, and parents, I assume he doesn't I have, have that problem, so it's great. I, I assume he doesn't have superpowers. So he does that, not, but he has a killer jump shot though. Okay. <laughs> You know they they're, they have a good laugh about it, and they're like, you know, they're in full lovey dovey phase, and uh, you know he's like, let's go do this, let's do that. She's like, okay, here's something let's, I want to do. Let's start our night over again. That's so sexy. That's so cool. Matt is picking up what they're putting down. You you just love Lana too much, Matt. You got Lana. Yeah, just like that's why I'm here because someone should be respectful at this character's funeral. Yes. <laughs> Look, 
for all the things Clark suggests, Clark's like, let's do all these frivolous things that don't matter. And Lana's like, I want to go on patrol with you. Like, like, damn it, Clark, you have made so much progress. And she's back, and now he's like, just whatever. Can hang out with Lana, old dude. And then his face afterwards is just like, Oh man, that's not what I want to do. You know when you're in home mode and someone's like, "Let's go out," and you're like, "Oh, well, it's well, it's just like it's like it's like Chris Rock is like, yeah. Whenever you hear a babe, honey, like that's when you go, dang, because that means you got to do something you don't want to (laughs) do. Well, Clark's like, you know, Lana, it's pretty serious, and even though you have powers now, and she, I, I wrote this down. This is who I am now. Like, like <laughs> such an absurd statement from her. I don't know. Not the stupidest statement of this episode. <laughs> that is that's, but I, that's this is the fair. worst. All of this is the worst. I hate all this. I hate how much he's backtracked. <laughs> Wait, exp- explain a little bit more. Why, why do you? Why do you hate all this? Because we gone from like like an episode and a half ago. He was like, you know what, Lana being back here is, you know, it's a distraction. Oh, okay. I need to stay focused, and I'm I've been doing real good the last year, and I've been doing this and that. And she comes back, and he's like, and he even says a couple episodes ago, it's like I'm 14 years old again. <laughs> like we went so far. The show had to work so hard to get us out of this. Okay, like, fair enough. Clark I, yeah. is obsessed with Lana, and we are right I, back in like the height of like season five in them now. And I don't and, I don't like it. In the in the context of like an isolated away from the rest of the continuity of the show, right? Like just looking at like the scene in itself, it was fun and cute to see Clark actually just loosening up and having fun and like to actually see just like a joyous moment, you know, it was cool. But looking at it in the context, like you said, like it was it was like in season seven, that was like my biggest complaint, even more than Veritas, was like Clark just kind of being like chill with hanging out on the farm and not wanting to go and do stuff. And 33.1 is out there. And it's like, what is he doing? Like, um, you know, there's so many things he could be supermaning, right? And so uh, that was my complaint, too, is like it kind of the way the quickness of the backtrack almost took me back to in season seven with like after Descent, when Clark is like, I'm not going to let Lex get away with this anymore. And then, like, Quest happens, and he's, like, completely forgot about it. He's like, Lana's more important. He's like, I was in the hospital with Lana all night, or whatever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so so then Chloe shows up, and I'm like, is she going to make a comment about Tremors again? Like, that's what I thought, you know? Yeah. she's like, yeah. Clark, Lana, are you? I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to come downstairs, not wearing clothes. But, but no, they already did that. They're not going to redo that. She, she is just there to tell them that uh, there was an explosion at Luther Corp and that Oliver is the only survivor. Oliver Queen is alive. (laughs) (laughs) There it is, right? So he's at the hospital. Shirtless Oliver Queen, by the way. So shirtless Oliver plus one as well. Clark and Lana show up, and I do like where he's like, oh, the newest power couple. Like, that's pretty funny. (laughs) Oh, it's a good thing that table saved you. It's like, come on. Like, but at least they addressed it. (laughs) At least they addressed like how he survived. Right. Um, But I feel like he has some he has some really good dialogue. Like he throws a lot of hair. He's like, well, you you know, that's funny, you know, because they say, oh, Lex probably did this. And he's like, wow, I I I thought he'd go after you first since you got you think he'd want to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or, you know, took it, I should say, since that was his lifeline. He's never been never more dangerous. I'm like, okay. Good for you, Oliver. Like I, I like, I like this, and it's funny. Like Clark is like so oblivious, because Oliver's like, because they ask him like, "Well, did you notice anything?" And it was clear that Oliver noticed something, right? For sure. And he, he clearly is like, "Nah, no, nah, we're good." And Lana clocks in, and Clark doesn't, because Clark chooses to believe in people, and Lana does not. That's why. That's why she, she. But she's. I didn't. No, no. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna keep dumping on Lana, Matt. I'm sorry. But it's like the the, the thing was, 
<laughs> they, I didn't realize this. They, they, they bring it up later, but like, you know how Lana was reintroduced, reintroduced into the show by beating up the Green Arrow in Cuba? <laughs> like, that was never discussed. Like, Clark never found out about that, and Lana like, oh, yeah. didn't My tell God. him. I'm like, yeah. oh, well, that's why she's all like, what's your up to? Because, because yeah. she knows that he I was t- on a vendetta to kill Lex. I and totally Clark is unaware about that. Everyone yeah. did. <laughs> you know, they, they leave Oliver. So bedside there, and 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 Clark and Lana, they, they go to investigate the crime scene. You know they're they're looking around, everything's you know destroyed, and they find uh, one of these one of those balls, <laughs> and there's kryptonite <laughs> in there. Yeah, and she takes it. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because she's like, why would why would they use meteor rock in a bomb? He's like, it's not the first time it's been used to make a bomb more powerful. And I'm like. Are they talking about resurrection with the with the John Q episode? With uh, the I was going to say it's John I was, Q. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering. Okay, yeah, I was. I was speaking of the on... the brother of the guy who was Project Ares and recast as another character years later, much like Toy <laughs> That's Man. Right. Here, so it's see, all guys, this show is airtight. <laughs> <laughs> it's just strange. I'm like, why would like? But that's what they think. Obviously, taking a step back, Lex's plan was to just have Lana absorb all the kryptonite, follow along. Yeah. And it's I don't know. Yeah. Like, is that truly the last time that they used kryptonite in a bomb? Because I would believe that it was more recently. I can't remember. Like, okay. like I specifically, either. like, I'm going to make this explosive device. Right? I, I can't think of anything specifically. Okay. Other than yeah, that. I mean, that's, that's the big one I think of. But I do get it. Like, Same. you know, crypt, kryptonite is this. You know, we, we can't quantify what exactly it does. So I, I get trying to. <laughs> To add some sort of, you know, sci-fi magical accelerant to the <laughs> tiny little bomb in the tiny little desk toy that took out a giant room. That's true. And would have would have killed mm. Oliver Queen if not for the <laughs> nobility of the almost human table there. <laughs> <laughs> Batman 66 reference there. There it is. Batman the movie. Well said. That's, well said. Oh, oh, well done. Porpoise uh-huh. shout out. <laughs> so. Here's to the porpoise. <laughs> Pour one out. <laughs> But no, that's a good point actually to have that powerful explosive in that little in that little tiny thing, and so so a lot of, yeah absorbs this kryptonite because Clark's like and he's like well I don't feel it anymore. And I'm like wow maybe it just ran out of juice. I'm like uh, okay yeah that's what <laughs> happened once. That's how no. radiation works. Uh, but there's a little cue in there, right? Cue for for Queen Industries. So uh, it's a it's a it's a Mr. Terrific sphere, Lance. Uh, a T sphere. Yeah. I mean, sort of, but of course, Clark is just like, "Hey, look, there are thousands of employees at Queen and South." I love him. He's like, "It's a big company, Lana," because she like wants to blame Oliver immediately. And I'm like, I like the no. This is what, those. It's a very natural response from him. Yes. you know, because why would like why would Oliver be you know why would he even be involved in this at all? So, but but this is where Lana drops the whole thing, which was news to me that no, it's been I don't know a couple months and no one has discussed the fact that like oh by the way. <laughs> Green Arrow was there to kill Lex back in Cuba a few months ago. She thought she had talked him down. That's because Clark's like, why didn't you tell me? He's like, well, I thought he talked him down. I thought he was over it, but I guess right. he's not. <laughs> so the idea is that um, Lana wants to say, hey, why don't, we, why don't we take this all over and see what he knows? And Clark's like, no, we can't trust him anymore. <laughs> oh, that cracked me up how quickly he turned. It made me laugh as well. Well, that's <laughs> the Clark I know from the show. <laughs> Nobody trusts anybody here. <laughs> oh, man. I I, I thought that was I thought that was funny. Like just, just a complete one eight. We gotta find out on our own. Yeah, I laughed out loud at that. For real. So then we come back to Toy Man and he's like, Oh, the game has begun and he's just being full, you know, super villainy and he you know, he's he's 
you know, he he had he had experimented blowing up the the, the little model of, of right. Luther Corp, and now he's blowing up the next model of the Daily Planet. And he's, he, he keeps talking to this dummy, and you're like, oh, he's just a crazy guy talking to the dummy. He's like, oh, Miss Mercer wasn't there, and Oliver Queen is alive. <laughs> so <laughs> Say it right. Oliver Queen is alive. There you go. All right, you have to say it that way. Excuse me. You have to get so, the right cadence. But then it's, we it's... zoom in on little dummy eye, and it's a camera. That was and he's, cool. And he's cool talking to Darth Lex. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Matt, what are your thoughts on uh, Darth Lex? I got to be honest. I think the stand-in for him is pretty good. I thought uh, so too, right? I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, like. Is totally. it all asinine and, and stupid? Yes. <laughs> do they do the absolute best they can? I think so. That's why I don't hate it. Like at the time, yeah, I thought, same. okay, like yeah. if you take there's, yourself there's back, there's a weird part of my brain that gives that the same gravitas as if. Rosenbaum was there, and I know that's crazy, but like I'll kind yeah. of buy into it a little yeah. bit. Well, yeah. even in the well. moment, though, yeah, right? Take sure. yourself back there. You didn't know he was going to die at the end. So you're like, oh, well, this is, they're still transitioning out of right. this. There might be, like, I understand yeah. they, they, they can't keep him off screen forever. What are they going to do? Like, we had the picture. We've got this. We're going to slow roll yeah. this. It'll right. Be fine. Like, oh, yeah. they, they'll get him back for the series finale at the end. It'll right. be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yep. But I didn't hate it either. What did you think, Lance? Yeah, well, no, like this. I was like, you know what? I, like, I, I was, I was, I was buying what they what they were selling right there. And the funny thing is, Zach, we hated this when this first came out. We hated this. We <laughs> talked about this for for forever. How much we hated this. And then well, now we're because, watching it. Because and we're like, we, we thought that was it for Lex. <laughs> yeah, I know. But... That's the issue. Because like at the moment, you're like, well, they just killed him, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought we'd never see Lex Luthor again on this show. Well, yeah. and that yeah. was the issue. Let's, Don't I mean, over Queen. Uh, you know, Darth Lex has entered. Let's get into this now. The fact that they kind of hurried this storyline along is really weird to me. And, me too. and kind of the same thing with Lana makes is a little bit better for me. Again, execution we can talk about, but it's just like you had a perfect vehicle to keep him alive, to keep yes. him a problem. Yes. But also, but not pay Rosenbaum, who's not going to show up. So, like, I it really it is baffling to me. I like, I really yeah. didn't expect that that all of us are like willing to accept this as our momentary Lex Luthor. For yeah, example, well, you know? just, they did That's, such a like. I don't know if it was CGI or the lighting. Like the like you, if it looked like it could be a bandage of Michael Rosenbaum. It really does. No, it really like like the like the the the, the his eye. The shape of his yeah, eye and the so the color good. and the sh- and, yeah it's good and, and the lighting it's yeah it's uh, you know and and like Matt said I think that was what really struck me rewatching it it was like you have this device right you could <laughs> you, you could keep going back yeah mm-hmm. like this is like oh we finally you know solve the problem of what do we do until someday hopefully we get Michael back for like a cameo. <laughs> And then it's like, no, never mind. Like they could have, they, they, they could have, they, they just could have actually stretched out throughout literally the last two seasons, just have him pop up in and out and, and be, and then, you don't know where he is and what he's doing and, and he's well, building his empire back and then up. He has and, to go into a new body. Right? Well, no, like, as, yeah. As ridiculous as that would have been, right? It's like frustrating, but it'd be like, you it's know what? It happens in the cop. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah. Well, they they even established in this episode that he was moving around. His like, you know, he might not be, mm-hmm. be he might not, yeah. like he's stationary, but like his like his VPN is not sponsored by NordVPN. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> 
but like they established that he was he was mobile, so they could have done something where he like we they like they could have Carmen San Diego'd him, right? They could have kept yes. trying to find him, and then and they yeah. couldn't do it until they finally got somebody to like play that role again. But it's totally. just the 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 sheer immediacy with which he has gotten rid of after we get something <laughs> well, that can work. Lance Fisher so, back to Doomsday. He's huh. the big bad. You know, he's he's really Sagith as we <laughs> okay. say later so, this season. That's the question here too. Like. I mean, I mean, we might not know this because there's no companion, but like, do they still think this is the final season probably for this? Well, they do at this point, like up until like a week before Doomsday film, That's as I understand, like they were like, oh, we're, we're wrapping this story up, right? But, so they really thought this was the end? That's... Yeah, up a, that's why Doomsday is such a train wreck because at the time they're like, is this going to be a series finale? We don't know, mm. right? And then Tom signed what? a two-year deal at the end of season eight and then, you know, we got two more years. Oh my uh, gosh. Or we'd be almost done with the podcast right now, so thanks. <laughs> so you here's a quote, love it. a quote from Brian Peterson. <laughs> when asked if Lex was actually dead, Brian Peterson said, we all know from the mythos that Lex is absolutely not dead. How can you say that? (laughs) Why did did you even bother with this? But in fact, he is. Okay, can we... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just going to ask, is... There's a burning question that's been in the back of my mind for years and has been debated about on message boards. Was he... Was this OG Lex, or was it a clone, or is there any evidence of such? Because when he comes back in the finale, it's Lex Zero, not Lex One. It's Lex Zero. So is is Le- is the Lex in finale a clone, or is he original? Well, I know he's pieced together, but right, like, as Lionel is... describes, as, as Earth Two Lionel describes <laughs> in the series finale, right? He's a masterwork of other clones put together. <laughs> right, right. right. No, this. but no, uh, but but I mean, Lex I mean... is a genius. You're not. <laughs> I love that. That was such a great John McClover. No. Crazy old homeless Lionel Luther's fantastic look. Char- Charlie so, Manson Lionel. The, as I look, I have a headcanon that says like that Lex in the finale is the original Lex, like Lex Prime Zero. That's why he's underneath. That's why he's Me the too. original. And he's been Me patched too. back together. Right. Uh, his damaged body from Arctic is patched back together. And get, I appreciate the continuity. Of, even though like people, Darth Lex is like a, people are really upset about it. And, 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 and we were and whatever. We've kind of come around and, and but anyway, the mask being the continuity between the two, seeing Rosebaum take that off, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I, yeah. I, I like that yeah. you acknowledge this was a thing. Now, in the show, though, I think that was, this was, a, like, as far as Smallville in-universe, I think this was supposed to be the original X, and it got blown up. And it, because because Smallville, when you get cloned, you get to keep your memories for some reason. Uh, <laughs> because that's not how the Force works. Super normal. Yeah, the, the one in the basement is the assembled, like, zero clone who's fresh. But in my head canon, I would like to think that that's the original. But I don't think that's what the show tells us. So I was going to say, because like, Clark is making a, a, a sandcastle out of his ashes at one point in the end of this episode. <laughs> you know, like, this is, that that's not him. I like. But when you're saying assembled, you mean, like, Frankenstein from other clones yeah right? because in season that, okay. i mean that's entirely a season 10 thing but they clone so many like well take this right side and all right, the best right, things right. and apparently cloning became difficult well, in we season still 10 couldn't get a good right hand so <laughs> just take a glove and... <laughs> that's supposed to be kryptonite poisoning but why? we didn't it. know yeah. back in season yeah, one we had, we, the ring. we had the glove oh. oh man so oh speaking of casting though so kevin miller is credited as quote lex luther unquote that, and that's Whoa. how he's credited in the episode, in the, in the end titles. And then Matt Adler is credited as the voice of 
quote Lex Luthor, unquote. So I think that was their loophole of like, well, what time we said quote, it could be somebody else. We don't know. Like <laughs> that's some BS. But I, I so so Kevin Miller, uh, he's he's not an actor. He's he's more of a writer, producer, director. Like he's a documentarian and stuff. I guess they just cast him because like he had the same facial structures Michael Rosenbaum, yeah. I assume. The question is, was he friends with Brian or Kelly? And yeah. which one of them really yeah. was? <laughs> so I was at the dentist one day and I looked up and I said, that's Lex Luthor. Yeah, um, oh my God. And then Matt Adler did the voice of Lex Luthor. Now he was in Teen Wolf. I sent you guys a picture. <laughs> the original like, Teen Wolf? Yeah, the original Teen yeah. Wolf from the 80s, oh, with Michael wow. J. Fox. He played Lewis uh, in Teen Wolf. Wow. So, there you that's... have it. <laughs> He's, he was also the truck radio announcer in the day after tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. So, so but they 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 talk about being a Frankenstein. They Frankenstein this Lex together, but it 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 worked. Like even when he talk, like, he doesn't talk here, but when he talks, I'm like, that sounds like Lex through like, a voice processor, it's the right? Same yeah. rhythms, yeah, yeah, the same rhythms for sure. Yeah, the um, yeah, I, I thought he did a great job of really matching the. The tone, the, the, the timber, the like the, it's, yeah. it's just like, I don't know, man. It's like, well, it's like you said, Matt, it's so nice that we all are like, yeah, they did pretty good because look, it's not their fault. Rosamamo's not coming back. <laughs> right. Like, mm. I really like truly that's comforting. I thought that was going to be the big revelation that that was the hill I was going to have to die on here today. <laughs> oh, no, no. no, according to our mutual friend, Craig Byrne from Krypton site, the original plan was Michael was going to voice this Darth Lex. Like in the script, it was oh. scripted like Michael's voice. And wow, it just fell through. I guess he was like, all or nothing. I, I guess to his credit, he was just like, I left and I'm never coming back. But I, why, why be that way? Why draw that hard line in the sand? I don't understand. Strange. Yeah. So, it's interesting because it's ask like... Ask him next time you talk to him. So, you? Michael, uh, <laughs> oh, man, if, I, if I'm on Talkville in season eight, I'm looking like, can I be on this oh, episode? Man. That's the dream. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to show uh, up. I'm going to get a Lex mask and a bandage <laughs> when I pop up. <laughs> anyway. So that's your Darth Lex of it all. Uh, I just what I would have done is, as we were talking about, not killed him at the end, yeah, uh, or or not shown him. So like they 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 found a solution, as we said, and they just sped on through. Like it's so, like they right here, like they, they they don't really show him for too long. It's like we don't want to show him too long. We're gonna we're gonna fool you and think it's really Mike Rosamond, but it's like I don't know. They they could have they could have gone on longer. And for the impossible situation they were in, um, mm-hmm. they did the best yeah. they could. So we're all yeah. we're all in agreement and, on that. And and I just want to add, I think. If they had to have the quote unquote death of, you know, I, I see what I kept expecting when I first watched this. I don't know if this popped into anyone else's head the first time around. What I thought they were doing, I never for a second thought that like Lex would Lex would be dead because that would just be absurd. Right. So like what I thought they It'd were like doing. Like Black Canary. That's crazy. <laughs> Twice. Twice, by the way. <laughs> So yeah, what I thought I thought they were I thought they were setting up a I thought they were setting up a like twist that you know this was a, a you know a Luther clone. This was like before all the cloning arc anyway, but I thought they so were you mean, setting you mean Lana's plot from season six and seven. Yeah, no, literally, literally <laughs> that's what I thought. Thing. I thought they were doing a redux of that, only that Lex there there then the next clone would pop up somewhere else and they'd go, wait a minute, wait. He, Lex Luthor died. What's going on? And then the yeah. next one, and it would be mm. like he's that would have been fantastic. <laughs> Ultimately, cut to Rosenbaum <laughs> taking off a blonde wig in China somewhere. You yeah. know, 
Oh my god! Yes. I'll blend in better with this wig. You can keep the wig. The rest uh, is mine. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Well done. All right. Five minutes into the episode, fifty minutes into the podcast, I'm right. doing great. We, we, they have they have the whole you know monologue to, to Lex, the toy man does, and then we see like him blow up the Daily Planet model. We get that shot of it in his in his glasses, like you talked about, Roka. Like very very like there's some artistic flair here. I, I, I yeah. appreciated that. Right. Yeah. Good direction. So, yeah. So that was cool. Um, this is not like the train set, by the way, Roka. To bounce off your your quote, <laughs> this this Daily Planet <laughs> model. Um, but then we get Oliver flirting with a nurse, being the horn dog he is. And Lance, why don't you talk about this nurse? So this nurse, y'all, first of all, she is the White House tour guide in X2. So Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Uh, She's also in uh, Christmas Duet with our Gene Loring. She's in several Hallmark things, but the one that's that's notable is she's in one uh, with Spartacus from Legends. So the guy that plays Spartacus in Legends is the lead in that. And then the another (laughs) character in that, I think, who's like her sister or that or Spartacus's sister is Mia Dearden from Smallville. Wow. wow. That's crazy. It's all connected. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't think Mia would come up today. Okay. <laughs> why why does this nurse have such a large role? That's in what this I episode. Kept I, I thought at first it was <laughs> it, at first I, yeah, at first I was like, wait, oh, it's just like a cute little you know, she, Oliver she, she, with people. yeah, Oliver yeah. Flirt. and then and then she comes up again and then she comes up again. And then I was like, <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are we gonna get like a I, I honestly kind of forgot rewatching it. I was like, Oh, are we gonna get like a really big like Toy Man kills her? moment or something sure or, you know? or she's toy or, man's accomplice in disguise yeah she's some, pranked something. to his yeah. tricks uh, right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i went but there too yeah. it's just strange like it's like we've seen so many doctors and nurses come and go and smile like to have so much attention uh paid to her was interesting but it's, it's funny because, because, she, so, did, it's so, because she was an x2 right she's like, <laughs> yes. this is metropolis general now we care about our medical staff <laughs> So, so you know, he's flirting with her, and she, he, and, and uh, his heart rates up, right? And he's like, "Oh, but a lot of your patients get that." And uh, from getting this view, she's like, "Well, the only view you're going to get tonight is this because you're medicine." And she leaves. I'm like, hey, you, nurse. But then Chloe, <laughs> Chloe is there and finds that amusing. Her future husband hitting on the nurse. Yep. I was and thinking of that too. Let's not forget That's, about that. It's so awkward. I, all these interactions. Right? <laughs> By the way, I just got to say, I I used that Oliver line uh, a long time ago on a nurse. How did it work out for you, Broca? <laughs> oh, buddy. Not very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tested in the wild. There you go. So, <laughs> but Oliver has called Chloe there uh, because he can't tell Clark what's going on uh, because he thinks like Clark's going to stop him and all this stuff. So it's uh, you know he he mentions that he remembers Wins Little Shot. He's a guy he fired six years ago which would be season two, which is a year before we saw that guy in season three. So in my head, Cannon uh, Toy Man did work for Luther Corp. Wow. That was the same guy connecting the dots there. If, if they're going to tell me this is the real Lex Luthor or whatever, like that guy was Toy Man in season That's three. That's the question I had where it's like, can we just accept that this is the same guy? I guess so. Great. Well, just like yeah. Rick Flag from next uh, from season 10 trained Lana in the last episode under a different name. I'm like, he's just the same actor. Like he could have been Interesting. Yeah. Rick Flag. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. He also and, appeared and, in Suicide Squad as a different character. <laughs> We interceded oh, with Rick Flag and Amanda Waller, so that's wild. Whew. That's and uh, there's also a moment in in this is in the season two or no no season three bloopers of the lead. Oh yeah, 
that when Michael way. Rosenbaum hit, hey, you long-haired freak. <laughs> that was, I remember that. That's hilarious. Well, apparently the actors didn't like the woofer reels. That's why they stopped after season three. Really? Because they're Were like, they embarrassed? Or like... Well, it was the thing about like, we, we, we kind of made us self-conscious our mistakes are going to be shown. I'm like, I don't know, they're kind of all in good fun, but I, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's, Relax. It's, right? Yeah, it's, anyway, come on. that was my understanding. So he explains that, you know, Chloe's like, well, you, you speak, Oliver's speaking very highly of him, of his capabilities. And she's like, you're speaking really higher, highly of a guy you, you fired. And he's like, well, he had a high pressure job and he snapped. And this, I laughed at this line. He's like, you start bringing toys to work. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, right? Um, but then he realized he was starting putting bombs in the toys, right? And and that's when they had to let him go, right? Because he was getting That's the moment extreme. to call HR, in <laughs> yeah. fairness. Yeah, he was so that's his, his his origin story but he's like we can't tell clark uh, uh and and he, he does call him toy boy so we're not, we never get toy man i think eventually they call him toy we, man but then, we do yeah we do in this episode someone calls him toy man i think okay chloe or clark yeah okay because i but there's toy a lot of like this toy, toy maker this blah, blah, blah. Yeah. doesn't, anyway. doesn't toy clark doesn't Clark say like that toy guy or something? <laughs> that would be Maybe. that would be Tom. Like I'm not saying toy man. <laughs> Get those glasses away from me. Anyway, but so Oliver's like we can't involve them. They're going to stop me. And uh, basically, they have a whole debate here about killing Lex or not. And Oliver makes a real good argument, and yeah. he's smart because he uses Chloe's yeah. loyalty to Clark against her. He's like, look, Clark. Clark's secret, like he knows it, right? He could kill him, and he's—you mm. don't think he's next, you know? Well, don't you want to protect your friend, right? I'm like, good on you, Oliver Queen. Yeah. Like, what a master yeah. manipulator. That—that was—I—I uh, I really wanted to ask all of you guys' thoughts on. For me, like, I think I—I I wholeheartedly agree with Oliver's point in this. It, to me, you're at the point now where it's—I mean, uh, on a Superman level, of course, Clark should not. Agree, right? But it's cool. It's interesting that there's a discussion about it that is not just like black and white. Like to me, it's it's like now you're at the point where it's like, should we kill Hitler or not? You know, that's where Lex is at this point. Like, you know, um, as you a baby. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> well, Stephen Amell would have killed him by now, right, Lance? Yeah, our Oliver would have done. Lex Luthor, you have failed this city. <laughs> yeah, especially especially season season one. Would would have done it, and then he would have admitted that he liked it in season five after he'd already gone through his after he'd already he's gone through his journey. Suit. It's just all connected. Yeah, I know, right? Yikes! What do you think, Matt? Would you would you killed him? Uh, I mean, like I go to the thing where, like, yes, but I'm not a superhero, you know. Like, I, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I, I forget who talked about it, but like someone, oh, I think Paul Dini mentioned it once where it was just like, yeah, Batman should never want to kill the Joker, but like Alfred should, you know, like <laughs> that. I'm fine with that. Um, the, the thing about this scene that bothers me is like, I can't quite track Chloe's character because she seems on board. She's helping him out, get information, you know, from the queen jet and whatever. And later on, she's like, you killed a guy that's wrong. And I'm like, you were on board for this. Like <laughs> you knew 25 minutes for. ago. Well, what's yeah, so interesting exactly. is, so I'm rewatching this. I'm thinking about a few episodes ago in Identity, where she kills that meteor freak, and then yeah, I'm like, I forgot about she that. She did uh, that in the show itself. Uh, that's why. Yeah. That's why I can't hate this episode because it's like, God, somebody did the research. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. And, and Oliver. Uh, that's what I love too, because like what Matt's saying, it, it, um, she flip flopped, but then Oliver actually calls it out as like 
part of the diegetic of the show. Like it's it's not a mistake. Yeah. Like Clark like Clark just goofing off with Lana. It's actually <laughs> part of her character that she's flip flopping. She doesn't know, right? Like yeah. No, I thought that was fantastic on the, on their part. A good callback. That's also cold blooded of Oliver to go through that footage just to find that on Chloe, just so he can have that on her, right? Like that's cold blooded. That, that's, that's hey guys, that was Brainiac. That's different. <laughs> that's such that's... a weak excuse. You weren't yourself. Chloe. You weren't you yourself. Were yourself. <laughs> you weren't yourself. Now there's one deleted scene in this episode, and I believe it would have taken place here. That's the place where I could, I would have put it because you know we get a scene with Chloe and Oliver, and then we cut to a scene of Chloe on. <laughs> the jet i'm like that's strange whenever you see a character in two locations like that it's strange oh, so yeah. there's one deleted yeah. scene lana and dr grohl who, who does not appear in this episode they talk about him well they the actor came back they had a whole scene at isis and and she's asking about like you know the uh, the kryptonite the and kryptonite why it, you know yeah. it absorbs and all that and they adr some of the stuff later in that and the conversation with clark that kind of like this was covered here it was redundant you didn't really need it but it was kind of nice to see the guy and see her kind of do her own do her own research on what's going on with her she asked if it was designed to do this or just a side effect, and he's like, "It's a prototype. I don't know, uh, but I do know it was designed to be a weapon." So, there, it's a weapon. <laughs> it's a weapon. <laughs> Meanwhile, why don't they park the Queen Jet in a hangar? Because it's harder to shoot, Matt. There's no stock footage of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're back. Queen Airways plus one, right? Chloe's on there doing research. She she finds Winslow's shot and his funny uh his funny little headshot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty fun. We'll take a screenshot of it. She's doing research. She she finds his address or whatever. And then Clark shows up and he's like, What are you doing here? She's like, Oh, you know, just going over some Luther Corp papers and stuff. And Clark is wise to what's going on. He's like, Oh, that's interesting, because Oliver has like a whole company of people who could do this. And she's like, Okay, well, I'm I'm gonna go. And Clark Clark immediately sniffs her out, which I like. Yeah. Uh, and then they really good. get to the heart of the matter, and we have another like, you know. Like we should kill Lex. But to your point, Matt, like she is selling Clark on killing Lex in this scene. And uh-huh. then later on she's like, How how dare you, Oliver? So I, I, I like the, I like how they have because like, I understand both sides of the conflict. Like yeah, obviously yeah. you shouldn't kill Lex. But I like how Clark's like he, he brings up the events of Legion. He's like, You were when you were Brainiac, you know, I, I could have killed you to save the world, but I, I refused right. to. And that's why you're still here. Yeah. And that what yeah. wins Rover. So I like I like this debate between the two of them. Yeah, it was really well written. It was there was a lot of um it was really, it was really nice that it wasn't just the typical. Um, if we do that, we become him thing, which they say all the time in comic book stuff. If which I is like that line. The line, yeah. Like I mean, they do that still, but like it's it, they have deeper things that when Clark brings that up about the Legion, you know, like he brings up these things that are interesting philosophically, and like Chloe's making an interesting philosophical point too. So, and when, especially I loved when she brings up, "You're living in the past." Uh, you know, uh, he's not the same guy who you pulled out of the from that bridge eight years ago. That this is not the same person. There are anymore, a few lines sprinkled in the episode uh, like that. The callbacks, like yeah. it was like this yeah. is some kind of like half-ass series finale. They keep referencing like the pilot. You know, it was just like yeah. you guys. Yeah. In a way, it is a wrap of Lex and Lana, so it is I was appropriate. Say, we're losing yeah. two of the original, you know, poster trio here. Two of the big three. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Oh, hey, did you catch that Winslow shot worked at Star Labs? This is the first mention, right? I was just talking about this a couple episodes ago because I was like, because Dr. Hamilton showed up, the second Dr. Hamilton, as we know, there must be two. Must be two. Uh, and I was like, why isn't he working at Star Labs? That makes so much sense, right? But they meant they dropped Star Labs here. I don't know if it ever comes up again, but it's so interesting. The Flash used it in the 90s. Lois and Clark used it. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Arrowverse, the Flash. Like, the, the Star Labs have become like the Flash thing. But in Superman, the animated series, like Dr. Hamilton yeah. worked for Star Labs and 
That's such right. an obvious thing to do. I was shocked it took them like halfway through season eight of Small Multimension Star Labs. Because <laughs> Cadmus Labs was season one thing. They dropped that name. Yeah. I was just, I was almost, that, that I was just going to say, wait, didn't they? And then it was like, oh no, it was Cadmus. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, Clark is like, look, we're not, we're not in some battle to death. And of course, like, wake up, you are. <laughs> but it's like, okay, yeah. But, but then she's going to like degrade all of her later. But she she eventually gives Clark the information. You know, there's a little, we stay like, she has a little head shake where she's like, just, just I don't know what, I don't know how to read that. But it's like, Chloe yeah. is conflicted. <laughs> Basically. That's what that means, right? <laughs> then we get to the hospital and we got a delivery for Oliver Queen, which is very Batman 66, right? It's great. It's, <laughs> totally. I, I, again, it's, it's great. like, I really don't think there's a missed kind of uh point with the toy man i think it all works really well yeah it's I agree. Great. even even the score for him right his little late yeah motif, it's good it's so good it's so it, comic it book and a little music yeah. boxy yeah yeah. yeah exactly what it is right it works so then uh we cut back to the kid farm and lana is looking in that clear kryptonite necklace the final appearance of the of the clear kryptonite necklace and uh <laughs> and again, these more pilot callbacks, and Clark's like, "Huh, oh, I remember when we were kids, I couldn't get within five feet of you," which is the cyclical nature, yeah, of the substance. Totally. She herself becomes the necklace. Lance, you picking up what they're putting down with that? No, I get it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Trust me, I get it. But for all the pain it caused you, I'm surprised you still have it. I'm like, well, I mean, you kind of left it here when you lived here, I think. I don't know how I got here, actually. Uh, but <laughs> but also, actually, she, no. like, who sat her down and explained why it's clear now? Like, she knows the whole thing. <laughs> I was like, that's a conversation. Oh, yeah, because after the ship, yeah, I, I assume sometime when they were living together on the farm in season seven, sure. he, he, he explained all these things, and that's why it's uh, still there. But yeah, so, we, you know, we have these kind of references. And then we, she, she mentions it. Well, I talked to Dr. Roll in a deleted scene, and he explained to me everything that was going on. And and they, and they don't know exactly what it is yet. It's weird because she absorbs that a little bit, but I guess that it wasn't enough to like poison her body and affect Clark. You think he would feel a little bit, but I guess it was so minuscule. But anyway, but the, but she also mentions that like you know what if you know like this was Lex's plan all along, right? Um, and you know what if like you know like you were the target, right? Because of this, yeah. like, because what Lex, if, like, Lance, he's three moves ahead. He is. He's not. He's he's not ten like Prometheus. Not everybody. It's because Lana's still Prometheus suit. If he had the Prometheus suit, he'd be ten <laughs> steps ahead. Exactly. And and of course, like you know, it made me laugh out loud. Like Clark's response is like, basically, it's just like, okay, got got to worry about that. It's like, no, you big dummy. Like, yes, <laughs> that's exactly what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did man. anyone else have the thing too because it's like every time they're like well this suit i'm wearing and i'm like what oh <laughs> right sorry again it's kind of that like um that just like playground thing but like well i'm in a suit that gives me superpowers now like, okay yeah. you know? <laughs> well it was so disappointing because like you know when we first saw this like mark one was like the lex luther battle suit and then like version yeah, two so is cool. like yeah, skin yeah. I'm like oh <laughs> Because I'm like, oh, yeah, you bring Lex totally. back as a megalomaniac, crazy guy, like Justice League did, right? I have my yeah. power suit now, and I'm after you, Superman. Like, yes. That, but then it's mm. no. Have have a face I shield. I blame Battlestar Galactica. We go from toasters to, you know, <laughs> Capricorn Six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't bring bring Lex back like the way on Superman and Lois, right? With, with when they, when when they try to make us think Steel was Lex Luthor, where it's like, oh, who is he under the oh, mask? Sure. Right? You could just and then God, have someone that else that would have worked, right? There's yes, so many ways. Totally. 
Because didn't they? And have, I'm sure like, they could have the, got Michael Rosenbaum to the voice, right? He would have happily provided a vo- voice <laughs> actor, Michael Rosenbaum, who is at this very moment recording dialogue for Justice League. For <laughs> another, <laughs> who is on a, in a Warner Brothers soundstage <laughs> right now? So can we just slip him some lines on the Flash script, and he could just read? Could you read those off like the? Okay, a little more serious, Michael. Yeah, the Flash is really mad in this scene. So the the Flash is taking revenge on Clark and Lana in this scene. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Anyway, you're right about the suit, though. That's such a CWification of that. So yes. Then we get uh, Oliver handcuffed in the hospital by by the toy man. That was a very high moment, wasn't it? (laughs) My God, what year was this? Was oh, this is after. This was the year after. This is after. This is after. Okay. And and, and he even says, "What are you, a clown?" Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's like children's <laughs> words a couple floors up. Like he's trying to egg him on. I think because he sees these tools in the toy man's like jacket, he he must swipe one of these tools off of him, right? Yes, yeah. To get yeah to he's the, trying to get him close yeah. to so he can so swipe he can that. Little... But this is definitely not the person he wanted to be handcuffed to at the hospital. He was hoping for the nurse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is this kind of a kinky game you're about to play with the nurse? That's, that's what I was saying. Hello, <laughs> nurse. He's got some dumb dialogue in this. Like the half of the scene, I like, and half of it, I'm like. Oh, yeah, like late season Smallville, like started to have like a lot of error in the scenes that doesn't need to be there. You know, like they, they could have been editing a little bit tighter. You mean like Oliver's dialogue? Just yeah, like, well, yeah, the di- some of the dialogue was just like, uncuff me now. And I'm like, I don't know that that's the first thing that you need to say. But yeah, there's just like, there's just some extra pauses in a yeah, lot yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you know, we get the whole he well Oliver knows who he is already, but he acts like he doesn't, and we get a more a little more of the backstory and like, oh, all my patents it's called work for hire, man. DC Comics knows all about yeah, that. Yeah, by the right? way, he, you didn't file any of these patents. They yeah. belonged to Queen <laughs> Queen Industries. <laughs> so anyway. Uh so that's what he's he feels wrong, but then another person recognizes genius, Lex Luthor. That's he got hired at Luther Corp in season three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was mean to him in a blooper, but otherwise <laughs> See, but, but, but all jokes aside about connecting those characters, like Lex and that guy had a scene together, and like that's meaningful to me. Like that's that you sure. actually totally. could. It, it, like there's nothing to say it, in all honesty, right? There's no. It's not like the one guy uh, who plays the cop in season one, and then he's the. Yeah, you know, we talked. Well, we talked about it on travel. That could have been the same guy. He's like, I've been dealing with these media freaks for years, and I'm gonna take him. I'm like that enriches the story. Actually, yes. I don't. But it's probably about rights for writers and all. It's the whole Tom Paris Nick Carno thing from Star Trek. Yeah. Someone go look it up. You guys know what yeah. I'm talking about. And my head cannon was the same guy. Robert Duncan McNeil is the same dude. Shout out to Tom. But with Toy Man, there's something to contradict it in the same way, right? No, it, it, it enhances yeah. the story. It's yeah, crazy. It's, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. But. Uh, Oliver, uh, you know, well, there's this whole thing with the monkey. He's going to explode, whatever. Oliver quickly dispatches. I like how Oliver quickly dispatches him because the Green Arrow yeah. should be able to take this guy out pretty, pretty easily. How is <laughs> yes. Toy Man a Superman villain, Matt? <laughs> it's just oh, I don't know. He's just really good at toy. Like I, I don't know what else to tell you. Sometimes you get an atomic space rat and it takes out the whole city. You know. <laughs> uh, what was oh, the um, you know that comic uh, uh, Lex Luthor, Man of Steel? Uh, yeah. The, yeah. 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 The, and that one used him really well, didn't it? Because it was kind of like th- how this did, where it was like a minor supporting villain, but like Luther had him do his, like unleash him to do his rampage, and he was just kind of part of the bigger plot. Yeah, he always works better as a secondary. Yeah, you know, yeah even even like a so. even like a Metallo. Like Metallo's way cooler than Toy Man, but like he all, <laughs> like never a main villain, always a secondary. Totally. Why this is going on? Uh, Clark and uh, Lana had gone to like the patent office and found his address or whatever <laughs> they find where he is they find his hideout right and they find the model like oh nice model right do you, do you guys know that this blew my mind last week i think i think we were watching it 
at, at maybe David sauce or something back in like college or something, but Beetlejuice. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. yeah. Watching it on cable. I don't know if they forgot to bleep this out or whatever, but it's like Michael Keaton shows up and we see the, like, it's, it's the Beetlejuice down. He's like, nice f- model. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. did Beetlejuice just drop an F bomb? <laughs> Wait, they did it on TV? Yes, that's how we oh, about it. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. Because whatever intern was in charge, I'm like, what is this, PG-13? I guess we're good. And then he yeah. did, like, it just... And I was like, wow. did he just say that? You remember that, right, Lance? I do, yeah. Because we, because I think we, like, because we, we just died laughing at that. We were just <laughs> like, <laughs> you guys are laughing while some poor intern lost their job. How do yeah. you feel? Yeah, pretty good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what I thought of when I saw this model of, model of Metropolis here. And, and because Toy Man had been like, you know, testing like, oh, Luther Corpus first looks like the Daily Planet's next, right? That's how right. far they could have they could have done a better job of them figuring out how like where they were gonna go next, but they just whatever. This is another one where like Clark's face is like, hmm? you know, <laughs> like what, what are you gonna do? <laughs> so, so I'll, I guess I'll, that's our night, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so Oliver escapes, right? He he, he before he asks, like, "Where's Lex?" Or he gets from Toy Man, right? And you know, the nurse comes in, Mr. Queen, time for, again, this nurse with so much uh, screen time, she, time for your medicine, and it's this guy under a sheet, and you just know it's going to be <laughs> Toy yeah. Man. This is, this. you know what, I like this. I like this, me how too. the Toy Man escaped, yeah, because me too. Me the too. nurse is like, oh my goodness, he's like, oh, I don't know what happened, he beat me up, and he blah, blah. she's like, oh, let me get you out of here, da, 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 da. And, he's, and he's played it off for a while, and then Chloe walks in, and she's like, you're Winslow Shot. You're the toy bomber. Wait, don't release him. And the, it's too late. And then he pulls yeah. out like a harmonica and gasses them both and leaves. And I was like, harmonica. I love that's just so like in tune with this guy. And I really yeah, love totally. how he got the jump on. I totally. really enjoyed it. That was great. That's that was a great moment. It's good stuff. <laughs> and then he's it, right? That's it for him in the episode. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. we find out later yeah. that he's taken taken the blame for Lex, but yeah. but we don't mm-hmm. see him again. Still yeah. at large. But uh, that's like it, it's so strange like couple seasons away though. Uh, so. yeah. yeah. Well, in such a heavy episode of all, all this Lex and Lana and like all yeah. this stuff like we, we well, let's introduce a Superman villain and you just like have him leave before <laughs> the Again, bring him back 3 episodes from now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there's only Matt, there's only like Seven episodes left of the series. They can't afford another <laughs> <The> series. <right? laughs> we got Doomsday's coming back. We don't have time for Toy Man, right? But if I um, have to find the Veritas journals first. <laughs> but in the most infuriating line of dialogue in the entire episode, uh, Chloe has been tracking Lex, and, mm-hmm. and she says to Clark that he's been leaping tall wireless routers oh, yes. and a single bound. And that, yeah. my friends, <laughs> is the worst line of this episode, and perhaps the season. <laughs> I was hearing I was when I when I watched it tonight, I was Zach, I was hearing your voice in my head groaning. I could literally hear you groaning as I was watching that. Why would you say that? <laughs> Some of the other ones that bother you and I understand, like uh, they don't bother me as much, but like this one is just like that's <laughs> Terrible. That's, that's yes. uncalled for. It was just yes. such a yes. reach. Like they could have. The easy. I remember not me, me and my brother were uh, year when we were in high school. We were trying to write what we thought would be someday picked up as our claim to fame. A, a, a series about ba- a young Batman and a young Joker, young Bruce Wayne, and young Joker, and do it in the kind of vein of Smallville. But I would keep throwing in those type of lines and he'd be like stop it stop it Good. no don't need do that, that. <laughs> i wish there was more people like that in the small writers room Rebecca. people like me and your friend yes. stop people like you from doing your nonsense i know, I know. what are you made of steel steel Clark? why would you say that <laughs> 
That's fine. I, it's not I, fine, Matt. Oh. No one would say that in a world without Superman. I see myself. <laughs> anyway, they, they they study this doll or whatever. That's how Chloe got all this information, and she's able to. She basically the well, doll's think, face is like hacked open. <laughs> yeah, got wires going in. That's oh yeah, because when Clark and Lionel went to that place, like they find the doll, and Lionel's like, oh, it must be yeah. a camera. Puts it in the trash can, so Lex good can't call, see Lana. him. Yeah, that's yeah, good. So then Chloe basically describes it as a as a Lex GPS. Right, that but she's was, tracked down. Lex, Lex tracker on her PDA. On her PDA that looked like an iPod. <laughs> yeah. Did you love the, the little Lex Luthor arrow in text that was just yes. on the screen? I was like, <laughs> yeah. we've run Could out of budget. Could this not be a phone by them? I don't know. No, I don't think okay. so. Well, it's we know Justice we, League technology. I'm going to just say that Oliver <laughs> got that phone. I was saying there were iPhones by them. There were. Yeah. yeah. So Clark and Lana, they go to the Daily Planet. Because they know that's the next target, right? And Lana has searched every room, and she's like, "I've looked at every room," and and then he's like, "We're a team." I'm like, oh, "Okay, whatever." And then he, I don't know why he says that. It's strange, <laughs> out of place, right? I don't, I don't know where that was from. Uh, but then he uses a super hearing, and hears that the bomb is on the roof. I think they're a team because she can't do that. She has limited powers, so he's like, "Well, we're a team now." Mm, you know, well, and, you know, you know what team? Why don't around. we just search the roof by foot since we searched every room? <laughs> well, team. Well. <laughs> anyway. Anybody can Monday morning quarterback. <laughs> How did she know there was a camera I, that I doll? Do look at you vision, with a sports reference, Matt. <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> I don't. I can't. You can't. Look at you. <laughs> okay, you're right. It's dumb. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I broke it. I do like the idea of like the super powered couple here. Obviously, it lasts for yeah. five yeah. seconds. But I like it. I just like Matt saying Monday morning quarterback. <laughs> you listen to it. I much know words. I know like inside <laughs> baseball words. But I, uh, it, it was a real slam dunk, if I say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so this is this is the crux of the episode. Right. We're, we're, we're on the roof of the Daily Planet. Here they see this giant <laughs> dual bomb or kryptonite thing. Whatever. I yeah. guess the only catalyst for this. There's no chemicals in here. It's just kryptonite. Right, because there's no when she sucks all the kryptonite out later. There's there's no, no danger. Bomb. Good yeah. point. There's no bomb. So it's like what what's the the mechanism? <sighs> but oh, by the way, Lana is she's been wearing the necklace now, right? That's that's an interesting thing. Like the you know, like, oh, yeah, it's they, like poetry. It rhymes, right? I really wanted it to be fueled up. By the way, right? Yeah. Why? Wouldn't that be cool? I remember anyway. that vividly. Yeah. But then oh, we get yeah. This is the well, we were talking about. Darth likes a lot. We get him talking here he's like you destroyed my life in every way i'm like you know what that's good dialogue they have like emotionally physically like they have completely destroyed the- they are the worst things to ever happen to Lex Luthor, <laughs> these two people that that was that was true that was actually that was like i was i mean i, I was lionel deserves a little credit but okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes the yeah yeah that was that was um it was great because it was it was a good like just kind of summation of how far they've all gone together. Like it's, it, it it brings me back to why like that line from Chloe about the like not the same guy you saved eight years ago thing. Like it just you know it it really has shown and and also there was something interesting to me about I recently was watching a couple of season two episodes and then we're here and it was just something fun and interesting about like that Lex, you know, season two Lex mm. being this guy now, you know, like how the, the full, the full transformation here, you know, uh, was, that was, that was cool. and really interesting. 
there there are pieces of this that I really do like. I, I'm mm-hmm. always like, why don't you just try to defuse the bomb? Yeah, right. That doesn't seem to be an option for anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do appreciate, you know, like they both kind of act like it is Rosenbaum. They both kind of give it the gravitas they do. of that. And that really, that really yeah. helps me. It's a kryptonite ring, though. Pretty nice cool. Touch. Prop watch. Love it. Nice so touch. so good so good. That this was is great. this this is the same ring I assume from Onyx, but the L is new. The L is new, but That's... it's but but yet it's always been there. I like the V. <laughs> but, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love that. That was great. Like I kept hoping after Onyx that it would you know find its way back into well, the small let, build. Clark destroyed it though in Onyx. No, no, but I just kept hoping that somehow it would be like. You know, refurbish re, oh, uh, that he would, he would remake because because we know the gloved hand and everything. Although, it's from that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was like, I, I that was really a cool, again, comic book embracing the roots. I mean, like moment. we talked about earlier, but I'm like, I kind of like the whole thing that had going on with the Darth Lex and, and the the, the Kryptonite yeah. ring works. It's like it, yeah. it all it's work. He he has the camera. He sees them. They you know the, that's I, don't know, you, I guess he had some speakers in those bombs. So they could hear what he was saying. I guess he's going to get his last word in. But I, I, everything he says here about like the, the greatest love stories of history and how they ended. I'm like, I'm sure. Like this is great. This is yeah, a total Lex Luthor plot. It's a total Lex Luthor delivery. Let me yes. give credit to those guys. And yeah. and when it comes down to it, as they gave away in the in the promo, <laughs> they're like, if I absorb that, it's imagine watching that promo and like you don't know anything about how her suit works, how anything works. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like I got, I got to absorb all that kryptonite. He's like, we got to do it, right? <laughs> so it's really, I mean, I mean, I guess Lex. I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm proud of Clark for telling Lana, like, yes, we have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> that is the thing. On again, on paper, I'm like, that's cool. That like mm-hmm. they neither of them kind of misses a beat here, where it's just like this can't happen. You know, yeah. go to it. Yeah, again, you could have tried to defuse the bomb, but you know, like. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. character wise, it works for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's it's um, it's it it was such a Superman moment, right? Like having having that, and and you know, for all the things that we've joked about with like Super Lana and this and that, like it was really a great like moment for Lana, like to have you know her. Again, like you said, Matt, on paper, you know, like the mm-hmm. the I, th- I still I think the execution could have done certain things, but I think on paper, the idea of that is really cool. Like that, like Lana's, you know, start, she's always been like a, a nice person, but like she now she has been inspired by Clark to this level of like noble heroic self sacrifice. Why does she levitate? Uh, radiation. <laughs> There's a lot of energy around there, mm. right? So it you know, it propels you to do stuff. Also, you know, kryptonite is used for a lot of things, right? So you know, bombs, a lot of flies, yeah, exactly. Clark. Uh, cave work, yeah, like, a lot of flies on the roof of the Daily Planet, right? The, the iconic. <laughs> when so when are you telling me whenever Clark goes up to the roof of the Daily Planet with Lois, you know, to have their their time together. He's always thinking about that time that the first love of his life sacrificed herself and they can never be together. That's you got to move, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like you got to meet yeah. new memories. Like, I don't know. To be fair, like after, after this, like once he gets with Lois and like, they're up there doing what they do. I don't think he's thinking about Lana. This Clark. I don't know, man. Correctly. But we'll get to it shortly, but the end of this episode would perhaps say otherwise. <laughs> but, 
But no, so so she absorbs all the kryptonite, and then she falls down, and Clark, of course, like tries to get like a lot of uh, right. The, you hear the kryptonite sound effect comes on, right? Mm-hmm. She doesn't glow or anything. Like you think she'd be some residuals, but I guess it's all in. It's in that. It's in that 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 suit that she's wearing, Matt. So that's where all yes, the kryptonite is. It's in the thank God for that suit. But then Clark has decided that all this talk about I'm not just gonna kill Lex. I not some. Battle, he's like, that's it. I'm gonna kill Lex. And he, like, <laughs> that's all it took is, is this happened to Lana. So he super speeds away. It took a beautiful woman made of kryptonite to yeah. stop him. Yeah. Yeah. So she has to speed in front of him, and and because she's you know full of kryptonite, like he can't get past her to get to the the truck. It's just it's so anticlimactic. There's just a truck sitting there. It's like Lex is in there. Yeah. Right? Didn't we all feel that same way? Like, yes. Yep. We did. No, well, Thank it, God they don't cut to him before the explosion part, because it would just be him being like, well. are they going to come in? Well, I was, you know, because we don't we don't know exactly what they're going to do. Like, you're waiting for, like, some, I don't know, some confrontation. Like, I don't know what they're going to do, but it's Who's like. driving just, the truck? Did we kill him, too? <laughs> Oliver, Oliver's killed a lot of people. All right, yeah. that's what I learned from the WB and the CW. But yeah, so Alana's like, Yo, you don't want to do this, and it's the whole like no kill finale thing, Matt. Right? And it's mm-hmm, like it's, mm-hmm. but it, but you know what? I thought this was the least interesting of all those conversations because it did get generic. Like you're gonna become just like him. Like that's the yeah. that's the easy yeah. go to. Like that's before, crazy. I was like, oh, I see both sides of it. But. Yeah, and also the fact that 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 like you said, Zach, that it was such a fast contradiction of of Clark's long, you know, held views and and his his whole stance and the whole Superman thing of the no killing. He just talked on the Legion of Superheroes a couple episodes ago about killing. (laughs) The number one code is to not kill. (laughs) And then then later, like um, in uh, Doomsday, right, in the finale, he admonishes Oliver for killing Lex when he was like two seconds from doing that. (laughs) It's such a great Self-righteous Superman here. So, look, we get Clark to be pissed about this, but that's the thing, man. You just can't throw away your entire moral code because you're upset or about something. So, but while they're having this debate, the truck just blows up. Problem solves itself. It was just so, like, that's the the grip truck back there. They just filmed in the back lot. It's just so uninspired. Like, that's Lex Luthor's truck. Uh, right that's it's subtle but i like that like and that kind right. of sh- and that that one shot like oh he really is in there because you know all the debates yeah. forever be like was he in the truck no, we not? see yeah. it yeah they, yep. they identify his remains like and that yeah. cgi frankenstein amalgamation lex face like had a little bit of emotion there i was like they yeah. sold this as as, yeah. as much as we made fun of over the years the darth lex and might have been upset and frustrated by it like they really sold it with that absolutely they did and yeah and that truck has blown the hell up there is nothing yep. left like <laughs> It's, there's nothing left there to the point where, you know, in the, in the end montage, Clark is just holding the ashes and look, looks conflicted about it. But, um, so there you go. Lex is dead. Main character death plus one. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's dead. Like, so. <laughs> oh man. So we cut back to ISIS <laughs> as you do. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done with ISIS after this oh, season because man. because Henry James Olsen bought the Watchtower. Are we done with it? I'm done Are with we it. Not? <laughs> oh well, okay. Yes, Lois Lane becomes ISIS in season ten. But that's a different ISIS because there must oh, be two. Oh, I forgot about that. And, yeah, there must be two. But then, but are we done with it then? 
I don't know, man. Why are you asking me all these questions? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you referring to? Are we talking about the real world now? <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the oh. reference I was making. Yes. Oh. I'm like, Lance read season 11 all the way through. Wow. <laughs> they changed her name on Legends of Tomorrow to a much less problematic name. So, anyway. <laughs> It just didn't use a name. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. <laughs> Chloe's going through surveillance footage and she sees Oliver leaving the hospital with the with the monkey who added the bomb in it, uh, which is how he. Which is also like Lex was killed by a monkey. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Matt, they identified the remains as Lex. So yes, as she tells, as she tells Oliver. And so like Oliver and Chloe have this little back and forth, and we were talking about, it, and she's like. How dare you! Like she's 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 self righteous here. Yeah, and she was totally like like we were talking about. She was totally on board with this. Yeah, and and Oliver's like, so what does Clark think? And she's like, well, he thinks the toy man turned on Lex because the bomb is this you know toy bomb. That's smart, Oliver Queen. Man, he's yeah. smart. He's like, I'm gonna use the toy <laughs> yes. man's bomb to blow him yes. up. And he's like, whoa, uh, makes sense. Like he's telling, like, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. And plus, you're gonna go, you're gonna lie to Clark. Da, 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 da. You've crossed a line, right? This is murder, and he says, this is justice. I'm like, all right. That was All a right. cool, really cool yeah. moment. The, yeah, the... they when they lean into him having like kind of a dark edge, I enjoy it because like yeah. that's what his purpose is on this show. Because yeah. Superman is like you know doing the right thing, guy, and he's the one with some edge to him. The, the Batman, if yeah. you will. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But in but in this case, sure. like they made the right choice of, of character for this because again, you know, like it's funny, like when they when these like you know should superheroes kill debates, you know, rage on all the time, yeah. right, on, on the internet uh, as they as they tend to do. Most of the, like ninety nine percent of the time, when people are making those like, those things and like having their stance, they're only talking about two people. They're talking about Superman and Batman. They're not talking yeah. about any of the other heroes who have killed routinely uh, over like over yeah. the years. We, so, we thought yeah. it was great that Green Arrow was killing people the first year. Lance, we're like, this is awesome. Like, I know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love Batman and Batman Returns. This is just like that on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so they're only really talking about those two, really. But they talk about Batman and Superman because, like, they're the pillars. And so that's why they have their, their stances that they do. And there's character reasons why they, why, they, why they don't, which makes sense. Some of these others don't have that same hang up. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Even in the Trinity, Wonder Woman. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gives she's the shit. one. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. thing is, and she and she's not like you know punisher about it, about things, right? No. Like you know, yeah. like like I think like some people want her to be sometimes because she's because she is a pacifist at heart, but yeah, uh, but she's also but she's a pacifist, but she's also a warrior, right? That we mm-hmm. don't take that away from her. But anyway, yeah. Oliver Queen yeah. is, is the it's... right person for this. Like if there was a Bruce on this show, Bruce would not have done this, right? Uh, uh, yeah. But like, but Oliver Queen, he's a completely different person. Yeah, I I have yeah. no problem with with that at all um i don't think it's like breaking the character like you're saying lance the only problem i have yeah. with it is that lex luther <laughs> fell for the monkey he fell for the banana in the tailpipe uh-huh. you know like that sucks <laughs> oh man so i'm sitting here thinking to myself like chloe you just killed a guy a few episodes ago to protect clark's mm-hmm. secret and then look at this mm-hmm. oliver queen also saw that episode of smallville and he was going <laughs> And he's like, oh, there was a major freak uh, by the name of uh, Sebastian Kane, and you came in and killed him and uh, got surveillance footage. Because I thought about that in the episode. Like, she kills the guy and then walks out of his room. Like, that's pretty obvious, Chloe. Like, yeah. I'm not concerned about that. <laughs> yeah. And I assumed, oh, she's Brainiac. She erased the tapes. No, no, Oliver Queen got him. And uh, I like, I really like how he it's... threw that in her face. And uh, it was like, okay, love... so we're not, we're not going to tell Clark this because he needs friends right now because he just got this hard heartbreak. We're going to keep this under wraps. Yeah. And, I, and this kind of builds this distrust for the rest of the season, which culminates in the, in the season finale. 
yeah, it was really cool. It was it was great that there was there was a lot of interesting moral conflict. And again, why you know, like for all the all the things that are easy to <laughs> joke about with the episode, like to go at what Lance was saying there, like the, there's a real core of the whole superhero mythos uh, philosophical conflict about killing, not killing, lethal force, stopping evil, what is justice. Like there's a lot of great stuff there, right? It was um, really, really cool and cool to see Oliver, like you said, have that holding that over Chloe and then having this sort of uneasy alliance uh, surrounding what they're going to do. And that was totally Chloe who killed him, not Brainiac. That's that's such a BS. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <excuse. such> <laughs> that's, that's so garbage. So uh, we got our in montage song, "Good Night, Travel Well" by the Killers. N- n- never made it's, it to a mix CD, like I said, but it's fine. <laughs> not like, yet. It, but it, it was. It, I remember that moment when uh, when Clark is at the truck, and the, and that's and it's like there's nothing I can say, nothing I can do, and I remember. Uh, my mom commenting on how like how perfect the the just the melancholy of the lyrics with that like ha- how perfectly that that summed up like you know Clark's emotion to Lex at this point. Yeah, he like, did seem a little conflicted. You know, yeah. part of me is, like, is he doing the whole dirt thing he did with like his dad and Lionel there? Or is yeah. he just oh, like uh, what do you what you think? Yeah, so. that's what mm-hmm. I thought too. Yeah, not not really out of respect for Lex, but just out of like mourning who he was. I think. Yeah. Cause he was and his like, best friend for several years, you know? Yeah. So he, he's living in the past. Right. <laughs> I'm like, it's funny. Chloe tells him that like, you can't live in the past or whatever. I'm like, dude, you're living in the past by like getting with Lana. <laughs> like that's, mm. that's the main thing. They yes. totally didn't even, they were Didn't totally oblivious about living in the this. past of that. I'm talking about saving Lex from a bridge eight years ago. I'm talking about the live in girlfriend you have now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so the, then we get to the wrecked Luther Corps boardroom. We see the, the, the wrecked image of Lex there and Oliver looks pretty pleased with himself. And uh, there's a little wicked smile and he's got the, he's got the kryptonite ring. So did he, did that he take, cool. did, did he take that from the truck when it blew up? How'd he get that? That's my he just, question. Did he just go in there and take it off and like, blow him up? <laughs> Darth Lex like, is like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, was he paralyzed? Like, I don't, I don't really know what exactly his, his situation was. So. Yeah, he anyway. snuck in there Stop before. It. Yeah, like, when, he planted, when he planted the, the monkey, that's when, he went, that's when he snuck it off. I I guess so, right? Anyway, after killing the driver of the truck, as, as Matt yeah. pointed out earlier as well. Um, but but that's going to pay off. You're like, oh, God, Oliver has the, the green. Oliver is the new Lex. Oliver is Sagith. That's what we decided. <laughs> <laughs> look this season brings that back up okay that's why yep, i do yep i try to make uh, me think davis bloom is a geek what are you doing hey, that's terrible i i didn't <laughs> just read the cliff notes of the veritas journals can't believe i did that we get lana and chloe uh in, in the talent apartment there obviously so uh, weird there's no dialogue and yeah, yeah. that this is their last seen together yeah so, and and this yeah. was the only moment in the episode where i'm like real world's kind of creeping this is kind of weird mm-hmm. too but oh well, yeah i didn't really i didn't really, really get, that, really get yeah. that vibe from that no not that but i'm just like this just, is literally the last time these people were worked on a show together and oh, for all we know the last time they ever saw, saw each other yeah, yeah. yeah. i see it's true that's weird see and that's... you know what we got that but then you know what tom and michael doing a podcast so that makes it all right right yeah. who would have yeah. thought who would have thought Everything worked out fine. <laughs> Damn, that was a little insistent, wasn't it? Let's move on. Um, but no, that was interesting. That it's like, oh, that's them talking. Is that is that past the Bechdel test? That scene there. They, they, we didn't hear anything. But Probably they're talking not. to each that, other. 
but it's probably about yeah, I'm Clark. Tonight to it's Clark, Clark now, so I have to leave. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. That was her only shot. All right. But was, yep. that's great. Lana came back. They she had no scenes of substance with Chloe. Allison Mack and Kristen yeah. Curry had no yeah, scenes that's... of anything. Because they're best friends. They're like sisters on the they're family sisters. tree. And yet this is what we do. Anyway, <laughs> I never bought that to begin with anyway. Chloe was just Chloe was just getting close to Lana to get close to Clark. Keep your friends close, your enemies closer. All right. Yeah. And yep. like she ended up marrying the green arrow out of it. Billionaire. So I guess it worked out <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> then Clark goes up to the loft for, for the final Klana loft scene. And uh, she's still wearing that necklace because she's become the necklace. Like, <laughs> done saying that now. Yep. And um, then she's like, I'm going to find a way for us to be together. I'm never going to stop. You know, it's like, okay. All right. We've all um, had messy breakups, man. Like, this I is, mean, this is the one part of this that's relatable to me because it's like, that, he, that's he's kind of pathetic, but we've all been. Yes. A. Yes. Um, like him don't saying, leave again. don't leave, don't leave again. I like, know, that, right? Like, that gets me. I'm not like, going to lie. I did. It did. Like, you know, the, there's always kind of like the real world allegory for a, a lot of what we're watching here. And this is the kind of like, you're not good for your ex anymore, but it's just so fantastical and removed from it that it's hard to take it seriously to the point where like, I am on board with it. Until he has to hurt acting his way over to yeah. her. Yeah. kiss. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, maybe this is stupid. I don't know. Look, it's all, they're doing the best with it. I think this, the acting as well. I just hate I think so too. the concept yeah. of mm-hmm. like, and ultimately what it is, like, it's it's like Lois is a second choice now. And I know they have the season 11 comics and all that, but that's where we are. Okay, so first, the scene, the scene itself, like Lance said or not lance i'm sorry like matt said and zach how you guys said it got to you look i'm not gonna lie i got teary-eyed during the scene like rewatching it tonight it uh because it was it was like it it was tom's i think tom's acting and Kristen's acting was really good in the scene and it was really heartbreaking and like even the goofy trope trope stuff aside like like when he does try to kiss her and then like falls over and stuff like it was to me it was like it like yes it's goofy but it's also like really it was also really sad because it's like the feeling of that he is so you know they both so desperately want this to work and it can't obviously right so like like all of that stuff i think was there and was well executed for what it was but yes the second choice thing that's that's the problem for well the problem for me is that it you again on paper right like Okay, the idea of it coming full circle, the idea of like the Lexana, uh, Klana has always been like a tragedy in a lot of ways. Um, so, like, all of that makes sense. But still, it just feels like one of those instances where it's like you don't need to necessarily contrive a tragic ending to, to make it bittersweet and interesting. You could have. Mm-hmm. You could have an ending, right, where they part their ways amicably. They'll always love each other, but it's not the one, right? And then, and then that paves the way for Lois. Like, so well, I don't know. That's like I mean, like I was saying. Like earlier, they had that opportunity, and then this just makes it. This just makes it kind of janky. And then, yeah. unfortunately, as, as as Zach was saying, like the fact that Lois, as a result of this, is a second choice. Whether you like, you know, you don't believe that that's how it worked out. Or, or not, that's how you can read this. That's a legitimate mm-hmm. read on this situation. Like, right. I, I, well, there's so, that hot girl at work, I guess I could start talking to. Her. Yeah, she's into me. Like, like, that's, it's that's, like, that's where we are, right? And, and so that's, and that's just, that's an unfortunate 
byproduct of this, but this is this is this is what happens when 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 they make these decisions. And as much as I can see and can tell that they were doing their best and, and giving good performances overall through through this last scene um, and, and some of those deliveries, and you could really convey like you know the emotion there. We as the Superman fans know that Lois that that Lana and Clark are not the end game already, right? right? right and right. so it's so that's another hard sell with this is the fact that we already know that y'all aren't end game. So mm-hmm. it's like you know in. And as a result of that, we since we know what the end game is, they made the end game this just like back burner mm-hmm. second uh, second hand choice. It's, yeah, it's, it's 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 kind of a hard thing to kind of take sometimes. Well, that was, that was that was tough about these last couple episodes because it was like for the people who didn't like, oh, finally we're over Clark and Lana. Like it was like yeah, our yeah. worst nightmare. <laughs> it's yeah. like oh, we're gonna be together doing superpowers stuff. I'm like no, mm-hmm. no, because the season the well because the season started out so strong with the Clovis. Of it all and the working together and the yeah. the the just daily planet and this show basically being metropolis now. That's the you other know, part of like it. Mm-hmm. and and so all of that stuff started out so strong and, and kind of just took this this backpedal for a bit. But like the other thing too is that uh seeing that scene in the loft reminded me of it made me flash back to reckoning and that's a whole other discussion, but like that I know we all have different thoughts on but like the, it made me flash back to the, you know, I will never be with you, your beautiful scene and, and all that stuff. Like, <laughs> I knew you were going to start singing. <laughs> and, but I think that looking at the series as a whole and going back, if they ended Klana there, I know there's a lot of places where they could have done it, but if they ended it with that. Yeah. And let them be friends and let them and let them drift and go in their own separate ways. That would have been the perfect ending because we had the tragedy, we had the bittersweet thing, but we also, you know, have them kind of just go their separate ways. And then the lyrics, I will never be with you, sums it up. Okay, we know they're not endgame, we move on, right? And then we give him a, this couple years with Lois, his friends, his evolution, and then then we get to there, you know. I mean, I I liked how they brought the veins back when he kissed her. You know, I haven't oh, seen yeah. those in a long time. The tonight. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah. And they were kind of getting into it, but you know, then Clarky, you know, he had to had to had to tap out because it was too much. Um, and there's a joke there. Just, I know. I thought about that, but <laughs> I was, I about to, we've all been there, you know. Keep it um, clean. <laughs> so ultimately, missed opportunity to like have like if this is a coming of age show. You know, it's like this is your opportunity to talk about like, okay, you you thought you were in love with this person, you're gonna with right. them, you're not. You go your separate ways. You don't have to do some crazy supervillain scheme to physically <laughs> keep you apart with some BS science and stuff. <laughs> because she got a super suit that absorbed kryptonite. It's like, are you kidding me? You don't stay in love with the girl from high school for the rest of your life. Oh, you do. Oh, okay. No, you know? yeah. that's, and that's the message. Okay, sure. I remember the last thing we'll say about this is Al Goff, I believe, said this: the greatest tragedy of Smallville is that Clark and Lana don't end up together. I, I like, remember no, that too. I, I specifically remember that, that, and I was like, "No, that's that's, that's Clark and Lex, not <laughs> Clark and Lana. Like, it's their enemies now, you know. Like this, anyway. I, and then, of course, they were long gone. I, I'm curious if they, you know, what they would have done to break they... them up. They probably never thought they would have to because the show would ended. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that, that's where we are. Lana and Kristen Kirk has a series wrap. Let's hear it for her. Hey, hey. 
huge, huge love out for Christy yes. Brewer. Yes, seriously. Giving her all yeah. to the whole thing. It's not her fault that she was badly written sometimes <laughs> or, or seasons at a no. time. No. She rocks. She will always be my first crush. She <laughs> yes. rocks. Oh, yeah. Totally. A hundred percent. Yeah, completely. And, and and when she said those callbacks to the pilot and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that was beautiful. And thinking back Worked to, yeah, like thinking, oh, and, and, I, and I will say this, and I've shared this story before and I'll, I'll, I'll share it again. Uh, but the, the Lana and Clark of it all. Before I knew who Lex Luthor was, before I became, before I got immersed in, in the mythos, it was the Lana and Clark that started me on the show when I was a middle schooler. And, and Zach, you've always said like Clark is your age, and you know for me it was like he's a couple years mm-hmm. older than me. So like I'm, you know, being in middle school and being like having my first crush at the time on a cheerleader who had a boyfriend, mm. <laughs> same deal. So I was like, it's that a was similar ending as well to that story, <laughs> as I understand, right? Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's all full circle. Riding around she on the ground, like she now, was right? yeah. radioactive to you. <laughs> radioactive. It's, a, it's, a, it's okay. I found my lowest, so it's all good. Good. That's what matters, man. <laughs> yeah. Because you, this, that's the lesson. Sometimes to be you're learned. saving for a Harley, guys. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, there it is. The Superman legend begins in a place called Smallville. You ever feel like your life was supposed to be something different? Secrets. I don't want any record that I was here. Loyalty. I never bet against Clark Kent. Betrayal. What do you want? The world, Mrs. Kent. Destiny. Maybe it's time I stop running from who I really am. Clark Kent, will you marry me? Now you can own every action-packed episode. Doomsday is coming. Plus never-before-seen bonus features. Smallville, old season eight on Blu-ray and DVD. Requiem got an 8.4 out of 10 on IMDb and Neil Belly from Superman homepage. Give it a one out of five. <laughs> Little excerpt here. I went from excitement about this show to hoping this is the last season and two episodes. Congrats, guys. <laughs> wow. Neil Bailey. <laughs> How do you really feel, Neil? I mean, look, he's pretty harsh, but I understand in this instance. <laughs> so on the letter grade scale, big question. Let's start with the big question. Oh. On the letter grade oh, scale. Oh, no. Oh, wow. This one's hard. Lance, why don't you go first? Ah, let's you're, see. You're good at making difficult choices. Why don't you just yeah, <laughs> lead the way for us here? I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Fix This. Um, That's true. That's a good <laughs> joke from a long time ago. I didn't yes, ask sure you to is. do that. That was somebody else. So. That is true. That is very true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a story. Why are, we, uh, why are we talking all these personal things and these jokes in season uh, eight here? No one's hey, going to understand but hey, us. That, that's a Clark and Lana, though, <laughs> if you think about it. I, I, yeah, it's very applicable to this situation. <laughs> if y'all only knew. Um, let's see. I'm going to go. Hmm. I'm going to give this episode a B minus. Oh, B- um, are you kidding me? A I'm B not. minus? I'm not. <laughs> Please continue. Explain. There's some, there is some good stuff in this. And I, and I remember hating this, right? But the episode itself wasn't bad. There's some really dumb stuff that happens with the end, <laughs> but I can, I, I get what they were trying to do. You know, we got the toy man, the, we had a, a, a moral and phil- a philosophical debate in here. Uh, <laughs> it's it's also the last ep- it's the last time we see uh, we see Lana. It's good performance, regardless of 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 the writing and their plan for her. And overall, I just enjoyed the episode. So that's what gives me that's what giving it the B minus. Fair enough. What about you, Matt? 
Truex? You, yeah. Right, yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> he calls me Roka. <laughs> and that's that's where I was leaning as well. So I'm going to go with the B for basically everything. A B minus? Are you kidding me? No, I already said that. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job holding on to your cards there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's some weird plot moves, but it wasn't executed badly for the most part. They did the best they could. And I don't know. Yeah. All right. Roka? Gonna have to go B minus two. Oh, my God! Okay, you're supposed Lance to defend me from these Lance. characters. <laughs> the only one on my side is the blood sucking lawyer. Lance Lasser is the blueprint. Lance, you, you, you. I was on the fence between a B minus and a C plus, mm-hmm. and what you said kind of that kind of brought me into the B minus camp. Like, like I was on the fence. And but I had to think of it as when, when I'm rating episodes, I'm typically coming. I'm t- trying to rate it. It's sometimes hard to do this because like we know the rest of the show and we know where things go and their place in the puzzle, so to speak. But like for me, I try to rate it as the episode itself. So I tr- so that's why I'm giving it a B minus because as a standalone, as its own episode. The ideas are interesting, and the way it's executed is is for the most part well done and interesting. And um, and like I said, you know um, the you know saying goodbye to Kristen Kruick and and her beautiful performance in it, and then get and all the Darth Lex stuff that we talked about, and real and also the fact that this is something I've really thought for a while that it's it's the closest we get to onyx lex um in terms of just sheer yeah, comic point. book madness right yeah he's gonna kill millions billions you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but so 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 that elevates it for me we're um and uh and like i said i if i'm not judging it if i'm judging it holistically and not looking at the the entire show and what could have been done or maybe should have been done in terms of the connection to where it goes and Lois and, you know, how it could have wrapped Klana and blah, blah, blah. But as as its own, that's why I would rate it a B minus. All right. Fair enough. B minus is all around. Except for me. <laughs> I'm going to give it a C minus. Okay. Which is higher than I was originally going to give yeah, it until we so talked about it. I'm shocked by a bean man. Yeah, okay. I know. I, th- I thought he was going to be like D. <laughs> yeah, same. I, 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 B minus. That's really nice. F. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to read an episode of F. Uh, I, I have a D, I had a D written here. I raced it and put C minus based on our conversation because like nice. just they were in a tough spot. I, they made some odd choices. Uh, ultimately, just just the way they ended with Lana and the way they just killed off Lex. We, we, we just spitballed like a hundred better ways to keep Lex around when they found a way to use him, and then they just squandered him. I guess they just didn't want to deal with him anymore. Just just strange mm. to me. But but ultimately, like again, like where I came around off the top, like just the the the, the major character choices for the course of these characters of the show really throws me off. But the, the episode is it, it's it had a lot of good stuff on it too, like as we as we discussed. So so that's where that's where we where we. Leave it, guys. C minus for me, B minus for Lance, B minus for Matt, and B minus for Roca. On the tally board, we had a plus one for hospital visit for Oliver. That's 126. (laughs) We had a plus one for main character death for Lex. That's 19. A plus one for Queen Airways. (laughs) Well, a lot of people get resurrected. You see, that's well, like Clark's died a few times. Martha. I didn't know we had that many regular characters. Well, no, they die and they come back, so they die. Sure, sure, sure. Clark's Clark's probably like six or seven of those, probably. But uh, okay, okay. okay. Did he die in Talisman? I don't even know if I counted it. Anyway, uh, 
have a plus one for Queen Airways because we're back on the jet. You know I keep the private jet. You know I keep uh, the private jet. That brings us to five. And then finally, Shirtless Oliver plus one because he's shirtless in the hospital. Uh, <laughs> brings us to six so far. Can we, we are retiring, of course, a section on this. So could I get a final count on Lana Kills, please? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was—I mm-hmm. thought for certain she might kill someone when she came back, but uh, she, <laughs> she quite she the did opposite. She did or in power, didn't she? Who'd she kill? She shoots that guy in the van. They're not dead. These guys uh... are dead. George, the security guard, is alive. George, the security guard, is, is alive. alive. Uh, okay. And that's a flashback, <laughs> and he shows up in season eight, and, and Tess says that they're dead, but that's a lie, because those guys are alive. Hmm. I mean, I can have one for you if you want to. I mean, we don't see the other no, guy. No, I'm <laughs> not, no. I'm no, not I absolutely, you're right. You, were, you started Lana Killer. She just shoots a guy point blank. I'm sure he's <laughs> um, alive. Well, one of the guys is alive for sure. The other guy we don't know. Lex, uh, Tess said they were dead. You know, Matt, in the honor of, of retiring Lana Kills, we're going to add one more to it uh, retroactively to power. She killed the other guy in the van. <laughs> it feels kind of cheap, but I will take it. What, 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 do you, what do you think the grand total is? Six. Seven. Ooh, hey! Wow. <laughs> Not the stupidest thing ever, was it? It, it was a, it was fun to throw shade at it. Uh, she killed a lot of people. In Remember season three the cheerleader the from season one, Lana? She kills seven <laughs> people in the next seven years. Vindicated. I am seven. She kills more people than Lex so Luthor, I think. So. Damn. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, let's hang that one in the rafters. Yep. A lot of kills. Retire that jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Sports talk. Sports. Metrics. Oh, <laughs> All right. And uh, Bechtel test fail. All right, guys. Well, that was a fun conversation. This was a real pivotal episode mm-hmm. of Smallville. Like, it's like if you gave someone like a like a list of episodes you had to watch to like get yeah. the whole sco- you, This would have to be on it. Because like, what happened to Lex Lana? Well... Well, well, there is this one episode that tells you, but I watched that episode. What was she talking about? A suit or something? Yeah. <laughs> now they, they, I think they, they obviously talk about Lex a little bit after this because Oliver feels guilt about killing him, and then the, the, the big thing I remember is Doctor Fate, and he's yeah. like, "Lex uh-huh. Luthor is your ultimate opponent," mm-hmm. and Clark's like, "Lex is dead." And then they just continue talking about something. Yep. <laughs> was like, okay. That was their way of saying, but you know what? We know like in the comics, he's died, yes. right? I mean, there were ways right. to bring him back. It was like, yeah. But at the time, if they thought they were going to end in about seven episodes, then uh, this 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 could have been it. it. Yep. Doomsday could have been the series finale. Goodness gracious. That, yeah. anyway. Oh my. See, okay, Zach, anytime you're, anytime you're down on the finale we got, just remember that. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, the finale <laughs> is the second worst. <laughs> the series finale. Anyway, sobering, Roka. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Lance, if people want to find you out there on the internet, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at Sir Lance Laster on all of my social medias, and you can find me on always hold on to Arrow, talking about all the things that make Arrow Arrow. You can find us on Twitter at Do Not Fail Our Pod. What about you, Matt? Me and co-captain uh, Trisha Ennis are, are piloting the Wave Rider through the temporal zone on uh, Always Hold On to DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, find us uh, wherever you're finding this podcast uh, and follow us on social at Legends of Always. Hi, Roko, what about you? What are you working on these days? Well, I don't have all these beautiful podcasts like yourselves. Uh, but I'm, I'm working, I'm still working on, still working on a movie and, uh, it's called neighborhood watch. And 
Um, if you guys, it's not the the Adam Sandler or Ben Stiller <laughs> one. It's it's a, it's a different one. Uh, but we. <laughs> You really cast this up. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can you can find information if you if you look up my name, Matthew Roca, um, Neighborhood Watch, and we're I, I, I guess this is my first time publicly kind of announcing this. Where we've I, I'm a teacher for film as well, and we're starting a film internship uh, for kids so, um, who 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 work uh, to to kind of journey from the work they do on campus at the school where I teach Price which is at UCSD to transition them into working hopefully on my film set. So we just need to raise the 2.5 million. Let's go. Let's go. So right. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, if, if you want to give me that 2.5 or if you'd like to email me for more information, Matthew L Roca, R O C C A at gmail.com. Awesome. Awesome. Great stuff all around everyone. Uh, well, that's going to do it for us this week on always on the Smallville play the Requiem by the composer of your choice. Right, Lance. Yeah. Uh huh. What's your favorite Requiem? Well, Mozart's for sure. Uh, but then Brahms, probably a good second. Verdi, third. Uh, for a fourth. I don't know who those last two were, but... Barely okay. has five. There we go. I gave you five. <laughs> Got five. Five on it. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back. Matt Truix and I will be back next week talking about Infamous. One of my favorite episodes of Smallville. Hands, like, full stop. Sure. Let's talk about Can't it. Wait. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> One of us is excited for the rest of season eight. <laughs> All right. But until then, listeners, always hold on to Smallville. Hold On to Smallville is part of the Always Hold On To network of podcasts and brought to you by listeners like you. Chris Fuchs, Kevante Chillis, Darren Kirsch, Joey Deanberg, JJ Hodges, DJ Duena, Isaiah Goodridge, Forrest Yesnes, Corey Moore, Nathan Rothatcher, Thomas Navin, Andrew Parker, James Bandini II, Adam Sullins, Mark Itz Foppin, Patricia Carrillo, Michael Hartford, Jim Crawford, Alex Ramsey, Megan Rich, Rui Humphrey, Alex Hamilton, Matt Douglas, Nathan McKenzie, Jason Skipper, Steve Rogers, Atif Sheik, Molly Figuerella, John Curcio, Dylan D'Antonio, James Lee, Joe Michael, Jason Davis, Patrick Bravo, Jacob Stevenart, Dan Abias, Crystal Dungeon, Tay Tay, Nick Crowing Magdoza, Eddie Bissell, Jim Thomas, Nicholas Fanzler, Clunk Kant, John Lloyd, Stephanie Ronsley, John Long, Jim Mason, Ruth Ann Cruz, Anna Berg, Nicholas Coso, Jared Gibbs, Anthony Anderson, Jasmine McGilley, Keith Falls, Rob O'Connor, James Hart, Anthony Desiato, Crystal Cross, Jake C., Troy Langlois, and John Switzer. Thank you so much to all these patrons. And you can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash alwaysmallville with one S. Hope to see you there. Always Willing to Smallville's theme music is by Lance Laster. And our podcast art is by Tom Gerke. You can follow us on Twitter at Always Smallville with one S. You can find us on Facebook at Always Hold On to Smallville. And you can send us an email at alwaysmallville at gmail.com once again with one S. Thanks for listening.
So I just have to, is there a Kryptonian crystal activating behind you, Roka? What am I looking at? <laughs> behind? What, what oh. are the lights going? Oh, like, that's, that's my, um, that's the star from my, my Christmas tree that I, I, okay. leave, it, I leave it plugged in. So it does that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. When you were talking before, Roka, I'm you like. You just mesmerized by <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> you have a fire behind you. I'm going to adjust that. I was just like, what magic is this? Oh, man. All right. I'm so sorry.